Welcome to Paranormal Almanac. With your host, Kurt Sandvig. Hey, howdy, hi. That's right. I'm your host, Kurt Sandvig. And on this week's edition of Paranormal Almanac, let's talk about glitches in the Matrix. That's right. Not only is this a regular episode, this is a live bonus quarantine episode. So it's going to get interesting. It's getting interesting fast. Uh, to everybody that's already watching, hey, howdy, hi, everybody. We got someone from Australia watching. How cool is that? Um, Adam from Australia. Hey, howdy, hi. Everybody got a drink? Everybody good to go? Looks like Josh is good to go. I like that. Um, yeah, this is crazy cool. There's a bunch of people already in here. I'm already liking this. All righty, it seems to be stuck on one little thing, so let me see if I can get it off of that thing. There we go. Now we're all good. All right. If that's the worst thing that happens tonight, it's going to be a good night. It is going to be a good night, though, because tonight we're talking about glitches in the Matrix. So if you guys did your homework... You are ready to call in with glitches in the Matrix. I'm not expecting that, though. I'm expecting no calls about glitch in the Matrix, but I have a bunch of stories about that very topic. But maybe, who knows, maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe somebody will call in with a Mandela effect or a glitch in the Matrix. I'll take either or. I got a little fuzzy on my hat. It's driving me crazy. There we go. No, it's still there. Oh, it's, it's driving me bonkers. Ah, there we go. Uh, maybe someone will call in with a glitch in the matrix, a Mandela effect, something weird that makes you think that we're part of a simulation, any of those topics. And once I get done with some of these stories, I'm going to open it up to any personal paranormal call because it's been a while. We only had one call in the last live show, a great call, but only one. So hopefully we get quite a few calls today. Hey, Lauren McEwen is here already. Hey, howdy, hi. Yeah, see, Minardo is saying that he thinks the glitches are less common. That is, I mean, there's a ton of glitches in the Matrix stories. I'm not expecting you guys to have any, but there are a ton online of people having them. Um, hey, Daniel's here as well. Hey, howdy, hi. I'm glad you're able to watch this episode live, too. Come on over, Stitch. You got to join the party. Uh, there we go. All righty. We got Stitch in the lap. We got everybody here. Hey, Keith's here as well. Um, good. You got your diet root beer chilled. Sherry's here. Oh, it's good to see Sherry. Oh, Susan's here. I haven't seen Susan, Susan in a while. I'm glad to see you all. All righty. I'm going to jump right in to some stories I found on the internet, uh, mostly on like Reddit and stuff like that, about people with real glitches in the matrix. Now I'm going to put real in quotes because I can't prove that any of these stories are real, but Let's just say that people are being honest when they're talking about their own personal glitches in the matrix. Hey, Maria's here and Veronica's here and Kevin's here. Holy crap, there's a lot of people here. All righty, so we're going to start it with this one. The hotel room shifted beneath us as we slept. I was on a road trip with family once. We stayed at a hotel for a night. Our room was nothing more than two beds and a restroom with a big-ass mirror across from the beds. Now, everyone went to sleep but me. I stayed up playing a mobile game I was addicted to at the time. At about 2 a.m., I went to sleep. When I woke up, I noticed something was just ever so slightly off. 
the mirror was gone, the room had two separate bedrooms, and now there were three beds. Apparently, I was the only one who noticed it, though, because my family called me crazy. Still confused as F to this day as to what happened. So that's just a beginning of uh, what you're going to hear tonight. There's a whole hell of a lot more. Been seeing more TikTok videos on glitches. Yes, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Online, there are a ton of glitches in the Matrix, and they seem to be getting progressively more and more. There's way more. Now, some people think that's the simulation that we all supposedly live in, breaking down or glitching or whatnot. There's just an error in the in the simulation, but something weird's going on because there's a hell of a lot of these. Uh, this next one says, my friend and I were talking to our roommate and her friend and her, and her girlfriend one night. Roommate had just received her new phone, was sitting in bed, using it for a while, while the four of us chatted. So roommate had sat her phone down while we were all chatting. She goes to pick it up, and it's gone. Like she had just sat it down for a few minutes tops before she noticed that the thing had poofed. I called it for her. We can't hear it. We take the comforter and the sheets off the bed and, and shake them all out. We had not moved off the bed. We looked under the bed, behind it, and everywhere we can, and that phone was gone. Even though we hadn't left the room at all during that conversation, the phone disappeared. We tore apart the whole apartment trying to find it. Finally, we decided to check her car. We found the cell phone in the locked trunk. Now, we lived on the third floor. We were all in the same room. We were watching her use it, and none of us got up. But somehow it made it from the bedroom to the locked trunk. Ooh, Angie says that she has a glitch story or whatever the hell it was. So, yeah, I definitely want to hear your story, Angie. You can call in at any time. I'm just talking about some uh, glitches in the Matrix, weird Mandela effect. I don't think I have any Mandela effects. Mostly glitches in the Matrix, simulations, uh, stories that I found online for this episode. Hey, honey, hi. Todd is here as well. Talk about a glitch in the Matrix. Apparently, it was saying that this show was supposed to be at 5 p.m. So my friends Todd and Jamie called me and said, is it 5 p.m. or 7 p.m.? And I said, no, it's 7 p.m. And then I checked. Everything said 7 p.m. But for some reason, some glitch in the matrix, Todd thought it was happening at 5 p.m. Well, he got a reminder that it was happening at 5 p.m. Don't know why that happened. But I'm glad he's here now. Uh, Let's see. I was putting on my makeup And from the corner of my eye, I saw what looked like the shadow of a hand slapped down onto my nightstand. Now, I would have dismissed it as my brain playing tricks on me or something, but I heard it too. It sounded like a really loud smack. It was weird, but I've experienced so many unusual instances like this, things randomly falling or shaking, so I guess I've become apathetic to it. That was the first time I ever heard the thing, though, too. Usually I just see it. All right, the next one says, I went to a camp when I was around 12-ish. I took one of those disposable film cameras with me. Cell phones were still on the flip phone phase. I didn't have one. So I took a picture of two people I made friends with the camp. One of them appears in the photo twice in two different poses entirely. Still weirds me out when I come across that photo. Now, of course, they didn't include this actual photo because if it was just the person right next to themselves in two different poses... I would think that's just the camera's lens, you know, taking the image. 
Usually that only help happens with digital cameras, and they said it was a disposable film camera, so it shouldn't happen with a disposable film camera, but still. Could be some weird doppelganger thingy. Yeah, Minardo, could be a could be a doppelganger type glitch. Hey. Sorry, I had to take a quick drink there. I'm going to be reading a hell of a lot, apparently, so be prepared for lots of drinks. Oh, that's a good point. Minardo's got a really good point on this one. It could be double exposure on the film not being cranked. I'm going to say that is the perfect explanation. Wow, debunk already in the show to Minardo. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. That is exactly what happened. Yep, I like that answer. Wait, that's good job, Minardo. That's the way to think about these things. When I was a teenager, I was in my room and decided to go to the kitchen to make a sandwich. I looked at the clock before I left. It was 6.48. Went to the kitchen, made an, quote, awesome sandwich, got some chips and a drink. Probably took me at least 10 minutes. When I walked back into my room, though, the clock still said 6.48. Now, I stood there for a bit confused or thinking the clock was broken, but sure enough, it clicked to 6.49. The clock has worked perfectly before and since. And the next one says, I had a friend who was convinced something was wrong with the area between the nearby town and his home, or maybe it was his car. He claimed that many times he'd leave for work and somehow be home five minutes later when it was a 15 to 20 minute drive. It was crazy. Now, he wasn't the only one to experience it either. It happened to a few friends that rode with him. Definitely weird stuff. Yeah. So there are a lot of glitches about people getting into a car and then zooming right to the destination or things being weird outside the windows of the car. Like almost like they were in a, you know, like when they do like movie cars or TV cars, they got TV projections on the outside of the car to make it look like traffic's going past them. Well, a lot of people have said, and I mean a lot, there are a ton of stories of people having glitches while inside the car. Like all of a sudden it'll jump ahead to the next town or the town will look weird or not be there on their way home. So there's always, there not always, there are a lot, a lot of glitches in the Matrix stories dealing with traveling by car. Why that is, I don't know. A random question by Keith here. What if, uh, rather than a glitch, what are the chances of being a fairy as far as the cell phone moving? Oh yeah, that's exactly it, Keith. It could be, it could be a fairy, it could be a ghost, it could be a poltergeist, it could be a lot of different things moving it. They just threw it into the, this is a weird glitch in the Matrix um, Reddit thread. An old work buddy did a cross-country drive, but he arrived like two days faster. See, there's one from Monardo right there. No idea. That is, see, that's what I'm saying. There's a ton of glitch in the Matrix stories all revolving around travel by car. And I don't know why that is. Like, if it is a simulation, some people think it's the simulation just trying to catch up with you moving or trying to skip ahead, kind of like a cut scene in a, in a, like a TV show or a video game. Minara says, yeah, he hit the uh, Texas border coming from the east. Next thing he knows, he was in the Cali Desert. Hey, I've done that drive. I've done that drive across country. Texas seems like it should take Seems like it does take like eight days. That's a long-ass drive. So your friend got lucky, Monardo, because I don't envy that drive to anybody. (laughs) Kevin says, 
All right, this might be off topic, but is it bad that I would volunteer to be abducted by aliens? No, I've actually heard that from a lot of people that say, look, as long as they're not going to probe me or remove anything, I don't mind being abducted by aliens. Like, it'd be kind of neat. Yep, I can kind of get that. I don't know if I want to be abducted by aliens. I'd like it if, you know, I was out camping or somewhere and a UFO landed and I could be like, hey, can I go for a ride? And they're, sure, hop on in. We go for a ride. I'm with you on that one. Abducted? That means, like, taken against my will. I'm not sure if I really want taken against my will. <clears throat> Todd says, not sure if it was a glitch or mass Mandela effect, but a house alienated and disappeared down the street from us a few months back. I remember you talking about this. Jamie and I both saw this, then it was gone a day or two later. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. It's really freaking weird. Really weird. Angie says, yep, my, nep my nephew is a physicist of the meta type. And he swears those driving th things are wormholes. He said they just happen. See, that's a good, that's another good explanation for it. There are a lot of people that say that they get home way too quick or they're driving and it should take days. It took hours. So there are a lot of, again, if it can cut an hour out of my drive in traffic, in LA traffic, I'd gladly go for it. <laughs> Carlos, yeah. Alien abduction will spice up a quarantine. You got that right. Did I not say appeared? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Todd said it, you know, disappeared and then appeared a few days later. Yeah, that is really freaking weird that something could just disappear and then boom, it's back. And there's a lot of those too, where <clears throat> something will be torn down or something will be thrown out and then it appears again. There are a lot of those stories as well. Let's see, the next one says... I answered a phone call that the other person never actually experienced. I was sitting in my office one day when my desk phone rang, and it's under my and it's my under sheriff asking me to bring him all the reports, dispatch logs, any documentation to a specific thing to get it all together. So I start to his off towards his office. I meet him in the hallway and hand him the paperwork. He asks, he asked what it was. What it was? I told him it's the blank documents that you asked for. He then swears he never asked for it, that he had just arrived and not called my office. He was only on his way down the hall to ask me to get it all together, though, so it was an odd coincidence. And there's a lot of those stories, too, where someone will have a conversation with somebody and then go, yeah, no problem, I'll be right over. Then when they arrive, the person's like, well, that's weird, I was just about to call you and tell you to come over. So, a ton of those stories. Paul asks, uh, how have the noises been in my house? Not bad. The only thing that's happened, really oddly, only thing that's happened is I was thinking about a buddy of mine that had passed, and just as I was saying, like, hi to him or whatever, a box from the couch fell. I would say fell, but it didn't really fall. It went, like, six feet um, off the couch onto the ground. So I just took that as a sign that he was there, made him a drink, and we had a a fun conversation in my mind. But that's the only weird thing that's really been happening in the house. The house has actually been pretty quiet, other than the fact that we've got like 40-mile-hour winds out right now. So there's a lot of noises outside. Hopefully you guys aren't hearing them. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Minardos, that's, a, that's another good one. There's a lot of those where someone will go down a road, and it'll be like either a shortcut or a very scenic drive or very pretty then they're going to try then when they go back to try and find that road again it just doesn't exist it's not there that makes me think it's a 
Mandela effect or a slightly alternate universe where you kind of like shifted for a minute, found a road that isn't there, and then shifted back after the fact. Yeah, uh, Daniel, yeah. I've got a weird thing with this house. Uh, it's always been here ever since I've lived here. There's noises of people like walking above, but there's nobody above. It's literally just a roof. It's not like an apartment or anything. Um, lots of weird things have happened in this house, a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. Whatever it is in this house, it's it's not trying to hurt me or my dog. That's all I care about. So, you know, it hasn't helped me win the lotto yet, which would be nice. But besides that, pretty good. Oh, that's right. Josh does have a Twins Mandela effect story that I think we talked about on this live, um, one of the live episodes. Yeah, see, there's a lot of really weird ones like that. The next one I think I've actually read on a previous episode, but I'm going to read it anyway. No, actually, I know I did. I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go on to the next one because I know I read that one before. Um, to this day, I can't explain what happened. I was watching TV with friends, and we landed on some old 80s movie I used to watch over and over, but I hadn't seen in a long time. I had the dialogue memorized and was instantly coming back to me, and I knew what was going to be said next. Here's the freaky part. We changed channels and kept trying to find something to watch. I noticed that everything we watched was the same. I knew every line of dialogue as if it was remembering from having it memorized before. These were all things that I've never watched before, and here's the really freaky part. It started happening even when my friends were talking. An instant before they would say anything... I knew word for word what they were going to say. The effect only lasted an hour or so, and then everything went back to normal. <laughs> Daniel, no, I do not have any rooms for rent. Uh, but, um, you know, when I, had, uh, when I had girlfriends living here, Daniel, back in the past when I had girlfriends and they were living in this house, they had more encounters than I did. Usually in the shower, it would knock things off of the... The, like the ledge of the shower, like shampoo bottles or whatnot. So the girls would have to bend over and pick up the shampoo bottles. So let's just say the ghost really likes it when I have girls over, but you know, pandemic, no girls over. So maybe that's why he's quiet. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. Susan said, and there's been sounds on your show too. That's true. Yeah, that's right, Daniel. If you go back and listen to some of these other live episodes... There are there were noises, one episode especially, where you could hear it clearly, like people watching could hear it clearly going on right above me. And that was when it was nice and quiet. There was no winds. There was no reason. There's no weather. There's no tree branches. Everybody's like, oh, there must be like tree branches hitting the roof or, you know, squirrels or raccoons or whatnot. And sometimes when you talk about it, it seems to happen a little bit. So I just heard something. I'm going to say it could be the wind, though, because like I said, it's been very windy out here, but still very, very weird. Um, yeah, it was happening quite a bit and seemed to be very interactive with me talking about it as well. Angie says, um, I have two stories, but the phone call one was probably just very odd coincidence. Yeah, see, there's, I mean... Even though the Glitches in the Matrix stories are very few and far between, it does seem like a lot of people have them. Carlos says, I was sharing with my mom about the Mandela effect, and I started going down the list of the typical ones. C-3PO's legs and the 
Berenstein Bears, mind you, were from Mexico, so obviously there are translations, but we realize we remember things differently, and we begin to wonder, how is that possible? That's right. See, that's the thing. When you tell somebody about the Mandela Effect for the first time, there's a, there is a friend of mine that I talked about the Mandela Effect with her, and she just... She actually got a little bit upset. Not that she was thinking things were weird, but she was like, no, that's not how it happened. No, that's not the way it was. No, you're just misremembering things. And I said, okay, well, it's not just me misremembering things. It's millions of people who have deep down into their core feelings that something is different. And she actually got mad saying, that's a very white people problem. Look, it could be, this is her argument. Don't come at me. This is not my argument at all. But she said that just shows white people can forget that Nelson Mandela survived to become president and that's almost kind of slightly racist. And I said, okay, but it's not just Nelson Mandela. You can take that one out of the equation. Sure, it's called the Mandela effect, but take that one out of the equation. Just go with some of these light ones like the Berenstein Bears, and like he said, Star Wars and logos and brands. And the one that bugs me to this day, Stouffer's Stovetop Stuffing. I will fight you to the death that when I was growing up, there was Stouffer's Stovetop Stuffing. And she just didn't get it. So there are some people that just don't get Mandela Effect. They think it's just, nope, you're just misremembering. It's dumb. Let's see. Um, yeah, no, definitely try to. Uh, yeah, I know, Lord McCune. Look, I had a big argument about the white nonsense because it's not. I personally don't think that that has anything to do with it. That if you take the Mandela one out, sure, some people may be misremembering Mandela, but they feel deep down, just like I do about Stouffer Stovetop Stuffing, that it happened differently to them. And that's the whole point of the Mandela effect is that we seem to have slipped into a similar timeline where things are different. And to me, it can all be pointed back to CERN and the uh, Large Hadron Collider. When they started messing with stuff, I really think they messed with timelines. I really do. I personally don't think the Mandela effect and the glitch in the matrix are completely connected to we live in a simulation. You know, you know, I, uh, I've talked about this in the past. If this is truly a simulation, this is the shittiest simulation because knowing it's a simulation doesn't change anything. Like, okay, cool, it's a simulation. I accept, I, Kurt, accept it's a simulation right now. I still got to pay rent. I still got to go to work. Still got to buy everything and pay for everything. Still don't have money most of the month. It's a pretty shitty simulation. If this is the best simulation that I can get, I'm not impressed. That's all I'm saying. Jamie says, yeah, I brought up the Mandela effect to my mom. She got mad because we ate it all the time. That's right. Stouffer stovetop stuffing was real. And yes, Rigo, I completely agree. Fuck racism. Fuck everything about racism. I am not downplaying racism at all. I don't think you thought that, but I'm not downplaying racism at all. Fuck racists. I, I will... I've said it millions of times, but, you know, it's really bizarre. Oh, yeah, Lauren McEwen, a lot of people connected to the CERN-Hadron Collider. Um, yeah, that's true. Call it the Bernstein effect. That's probably the better one to do it for me because 
that was the first one that I ever learned about. And I went, well, that's wrong because my mom had a daycare and I saw those books all the time. She had a daycare in the house when I was growing up and I saw those books all the time. Hey, honey. Hi, Ricardo. Hey, how you doing? Um, I do want to be Neo. If, well, Neo in the first one, maybe the second one. I don't think that I want to be Neo after that. I also don't want to disconnect from the simulation and, and then have to eat, you know, gruel and, and live in a tiny, weird submarine spaceship all the time. See, that's true. Todd, I agree. If this was a better simulation, we wouldn't have COVID-19. We would all have vaccines. We'd all have PS5. It'd be a grander, happier time, I hope. <laughs> Angie, I want my choice of red or blue pill if this is simulation. But do you, though? Sure, they stopped being in the simulation, but their real world wasn't a hell of a lot better. They had a shitty sweater, and, I mean, they could learn kung fu right away, and that was cool. I'll give them that. But still, in the grand scheme of things, they all seem like they smelled really bad, is all I'm saying. Monardo, it could be a more powerful CERN from the future rippling hitting us, because there is a lot of theories that time can move backwards just as easily as can move forwards with enough power. And that's the thing. Wait, wait, Paul, the stuffing. What a, the stuffing? Wait, is that what you're saying, Paul? That you remember Stouffer's stovetop stuffing? Because that one's really important to me. That one is very important to me. All right, answer me in, in the chat, Paul, if you remember Stouffer's stovetop stuffing as well. Because I swear to God, that's the one that bugs me, the newest one that bugs me. Because I remember commercials. I remember the box. I remember eating it. Oh, I do not like it. All right, let me go on to this next one. Sometimes I swear that lights flicker whenever, whatever room I'm in. It's like someone turned all the present lights off simultaneously. I even asked those around me if they saw the lights turn off. I don't recall blinking any time. I wonder if I have many nanosecond blackouts. No, I don't think that's a glitch in the matrix. I think that's a slider thing. There's a lot of people that can affect electricity and lights. So forget that one. Should have pre-read all of these. There's no way I could have done it. Sometimes I'll be talking to someone I've never met and very specific facts about them will pop into my consciousness out of nowhere. Like this person had a golden retriever that died in 2009. Then they'll, in then they'll inevitably bring up that fact that I mentioned without me saying anything first. Sometimes seconds later, sometimes years later. That's kind of cool. That's more like psychic stuff. Yes, Paul, thank you. Ugh. Stouffer stovetop stuffing is real. Other people know this. See, I like this. I like this a lot. Um, yeah, Stouffer stovetop stuffing re is real, man. Hey, Bat's here. Hey, honey, hi. That's cool. I like that. Hey, how you doing, man? See, and he remembers Stouffer stovetop stuffing too. See? Oh, I swear. I swear. It's real. Oh, eight. Oh, there's more people that remember it. Oh, I like. See, this is why I like you, group. Even if the even if you guys are just placating me right now, just being like, shit. Just tell them we remember it too, so we'll move on from it. I like this. Yes, it, it was Berenstein. It's not Berenstein. Berenstein doesn't exist. Hey, thank you, Ashley. Yes, I agree. She says I used to go to McDonald's as a kid, and they had a few video games based on those books as well at the play pit play place. It said Steen, not Stain. Yes. I completely agree. See, Alicia remembers it as well. Okay, Tracy said she doesn't remember it, but Shane does. So obviously Shane is better in that situation. That's all I'm saying. 
Uh, Josh says, we should take polls on things people say changed. I agree. And yes, Jamie says, yeah, it was a red box. It was thick. Yep. With yellow writing. Telling you, I'm going to get to the freaking bottom of Stouffer's stovetop stuffing by the end of this episode. Um, I wish I could. I don't know how to do a poll. Can I do a poll on here? I don't think I can. Let's see. That's a comment. Ah, Jacob says, I remember a commercial for that stove. Yep, exactly. There was a stovetop stuffing commercial. All right. So this is an all Stouffer's stovetop stuffing episode. Um, if you remember Stouffer's Stovetop Stuffing, this episode was brought to you by Stouffer's Stovetop Stuffing. Well, that's hard to say a billion times fast. Um, Stouffer's Stovetop Stuffing. It doesn't exist. All right, let me read the next one here. Boy, I got to cut down. I got to slow down on this drink, by the way, too. I made my drink just a little bit too strong. Usually that's not a problem because people are calling in and I can kind of like sober up. But I'm trying to read a hell of a lot on this episode, and it just hit me that I got I to gotta pace myself is all I'm saying. All righty. This next one says, every once in a while, I have dreams about places or people I've never seen. Then about six or seven months later, I'm in the place with the people and have deja vu. I also sing random songs even when something else is playing on the radio. Then the next song that plays is what I was singing. Now, I've done this on mine, my best friends, and my girlfriend's iPods on shuffle many times, and it freaks them the fuck out every time. One super weird thing about that, uh, one super weird thing, though, happened in about 2012-ish. I was 19 and living at home with my parents and my younger sister. I came home from work from my job. That's redundant. I came home from work from my job. Oh, from my job at a barbecue place. And my sister says to me, oh, I thought you said you were off today. Now I'm confused because I left at 5 a.m. before anyone was awake and I ask her, well, when did I say that? She says to me, like two hours ago in your room. She thinks I'm screwing with her, so I tell her to smell me because you can smell the barbecue sauce and the smoke on me. Then she gets really creeped out and tells me that, pardon me, and tells me she had went into my room earlier and saw me in bed with covers up to my neck and had a 15-minute conversation with me. That shit really creeped me out, and I never felt comfortable in that room ever again. Yeah, what the hell was that? Who who the hell was that? Craig says, I remember Stouffer's stovetop stuffing. Yeah, see, it's really fucking with his brain. Exactly. Yeah. Look, man. You keep keep doing, you keep going for like another month or two. Oh, actually longer. I've known about Stouffer's for a while now, and it messes with me as much today as when I found out about it. Because that's just messed up. Do you think it's possible, Bernardo asked, do you think it's possible to send thoughts or memories back to yourself? I've often thought about that. I've often thought that sometimes, like, when I'm dreaming, it seems to be very specific. Most of the time, I don't remember my dreams. 99% of the time, I don't remember my dreams. Sometimes, I'll, re- I'll wake up and look for something that I don't own, a watch or a ring or something, or wake up and go, God, where's my watch or my ring? And realize, and it takes me a couple minutes to go, well, I don't have one of those but it really feels like I should. So I think that's a time slip, like moving dimension to dimension. But I do have dreams where I wake up going, where did this idea come from? Where did this thing come from? And a lot of times, it's episodes for this show. Now, I know a lot of people say, 
that, you know, you're bombarded with so much stuff all throughout the day that you might not realize that you saw something or someone said something. But I really doubt that some of these episodes that I do were conversations that I had with people, especially now when I don't have conversations with anybody. I'm in quarantine. I never leave my house. Stitch isn't whispering them to me. So where are these ideas coming from? But they're very specific. Like I had a conversation or I knew that I should be doing an episode specifically about X, Y, and Z. And it seems like it's someone telling me that or me telling me that. So yeah. Josh says, Pikachu's tail still drives me nuts. You know, Pikachu's tail gets brought up a lot. In fact, I found an episode of um, something on YouTube just recently where a guy was painting. Oh, I know it was. It was on Facebook. It was in a 3D printer group. And this guy was 3D printing Pikachu. And he asked people, hey, look, I'm trying to paint this for my daughter for when she wakes up. She'll have this toy to play with. But is there a black spot at the end of the tail? I thought there was. Some people say yes. Some people say no. And it was dead split down the middle in this 3D group that had new 3D printing group that had no idea about the Mandela effect about Pikachu's tail. And they were arguing. Yes, it is. Yes, it's not. Yes, the black mark is there. No, the black mark's gone. It was really funny to watch a Mandela effect argument happen when they didn't know they were fighting about the Mandela effect. Ah, Ashley asks, where did the Luke, I'm your father one come from? Why do so many people remember it that way and not what it actually is? I have a theory about that one. Back then, obviously, we didn't have VCRs. It wasn't on HBO. You know, it took years. So we had to go by, you know, people regurgitating, regurgitating. Like it's a telephone game and it kind of morphed into Luke, I am your father. Now, the weird thing is that... um. Oh, my God, I'm blanking on his name. James Earl Jones. He said he remembered it as Luke, I am your father. So it gave it a lot of credence then. So maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it's not just people, you know, repeating a line over and over and over again. Maybe it really was like that to some people, not like that to me. Now, it wasn't like that to me. When I was growing up, I knew that he didn't say, Luke, I am your father. Tracy said, I talked to two others who lived on my block at the time of the robbery. I called, ooh, 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 Tracy's got an update on this. So Tracy had a story from a previous episode, and she actually kind of has an update. She said, I talked to two others who lived on my block at the time of that robbery I called in about. Their answers were strange. Well, Tracy, well, actually, not right now. Give me another 30 minutes, and then I'll open up the phone lines to anybody. Please call in and let me know about, let us all know about that update, because that's cool. Paul. Good night, sir. Thank you so much for checking in. I really appreciate that. Um, it's me communicating to you through our beards. See? that it? Maybe that's why I grew a beard, because I knew I couldn't kind of hear it clearly, so I grew a beard so I could hear it better. And Jamie says, yeah, Pikachu had black on his tail. That's right. Um, oh, Todd is saying there's actually a, an SNL skit about Luke, I'm your father, and they got it wrong. So that's very good possibility. Very good possibility. Hmm. You can even find that episode of SNL online. There we go. I like this. See? Another one debunked right off the bat. I like that. Uh, Jacob says, this is perhaps proof that reality is insanely subjective and we really don't experience the same thing the same way. Oh, I completely agree with that. I've often thought that we are not experiencing the same thing 
very often the same way of, as everybody else. All right, this next one says, when I was about nine, I was eating dinner in my room for some reason. I was sat at my dresser that had a big mirror, and my dad came in to check on me. He asked me if I wanted some more tea, to which I said yes and handed him my cup. I watched him walk out, closed the door, looked over to see my cup full of tea right from where I picked it up. I asked my dad about it. He said he never came in my room. That's a kind of creepy one as well. Ghost tea. The next one says, here's one from my brother. I don't think our moms believed him, but I certainly do. He seemed spooked when he got home. He was sitting in the passenger seat, driving home alongside my mom. A bright green car swerved and hit them, knocking bits of pieces of glass into his arm. He jolted awake afterwards just in time to see the green car pass them. He claims he felt the marks of glass left afterwards, too. That is a creepy one. That's like a cool premonition one. Um, that's like that uh, Final Destination shit where you see an accident and then you stop that accident. So, you know, death's coming for that dude. Probably he's already got him by now. I would try ghost tea. Yeah, you know what? I definitely would. There is, um, there's a product on Facebook that I'm thinking about ordering. Even though I'm not a huge honey fan, it's Haunted Honey. It's honey, uh, honey that comes from hives from graveyards. They said that there's even one that's black. It's a black honeycomb because it's been there for decades from a tomb in a graveyard. So kind of intrigued. I kind of want to get some of that stuff. <laughs> Susan said, there you go. Tell your ghost to refill your drink. Hey, look, if I can make some Captain Morgan appear in that glass, like without having to, you know, pour more Captain Morgan and spend money on Captain Morgan, I'd be a happy camper. That's a free plug for Captain Morgan. Oh, Paul's not leaving. Oh, good. Oh, thank you. That was someone else. Oh, sorry, Paul. I don't know who I don't know who's to say goodbye to or good night to. So whoever that was, good night to you. Um I feel bad that I I prematurely said good night to Paul. Paul, you're not allowed to leave then. Not allowed to leave. Sorry about that. What Bat says, what if, what if we're all part of multiple realities and we're constantly crossing into others, just slightly different planes of existence with a slightly different energy frequency? Damn, I'm even high and I'm thinking about this. No, no, that's actually a bat. That is a very big theory that is slowly coming to fruition here. There's a lot of people that are starting to be on board with that theory. A lot of people think it's when we dream that some of our dreams are obviously nonsense, just our brains dumping DMT or whatever. But then there's other specific dreams that we're inhabiting or seeing the other realities of you. Because that's true. They say there are infinite universes with infinite yous in them. Every decision you make, whether I you know, go to pick up this Beetlejuice or I go to pick up this cup, I've just split two different universes. Every decision we make splits it off to an alternate timeline, a darker timeline for some. Um, and a lot of people think that that's what's happening in dreams is that you're seeing, you know, if things getting a little bit, you know, veiled, getting thinner, however you want to say it, you're either seeing or experiencing or inhabiting your other you for that time period or whatever. I'm not explaining it perfectly, but yeah. Oh, yeah, the private stock. Oh, Captain Morgan private stock is spot on the best, Paul. I agree. Um, yeah, I will. I'm going to buy some of that haunted honey. I'll definitely put it on the shelf behind me, and I'll tell you guys all about it. 
Another Luke, I'm your father misquote came from a comedy show hosted by the Smother brother, Smothers Brothers in the 1980s. A young Richard Lewis used it in his skit. That was the early recorded instance. Man, I really hope that Todd is actually looking these up right now and just doesn't have some weird, um, crazy amount of knowledge about Luke, I am your father, and who said it, you know, like some, oh. If that's the case, I'm, in, I'm duly impressed. Either way, I'm impressed with you, Todd, but still. Uh, Minardo, what if sleep reboots you into a different you in a different reality? You're fucking with my brain, Minardo. You're fucking with my brain. Um... Oh, yeah, you know, there's uh, Hello Clarice was another one. That one's actually been explained. Oh, you're saying it has, it, before that show came out. Oh, there might be a, um, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to catch up and read everything. Hello Clarice is another one that was um, talked about as well. My buddy Mickey said he knew the TV show or how that came about, whatever movie or TV show that happened, but actually saying it might be, might have happened prior. Uh, Robin, these are awesome sci-fi premises either way. I agree. <laughs> Jamie, I know he knows a lot of crazy things. That's why I didn't know whether to believe that this Todd just happened to know these things or if he looked them up. He, like I said, either way, I'm impressed. All right, let me read another one of these things. Uh, this is a long one. <sighs> let me take a quick breath. I have to preface this with some backstory about a man named Zeus. Oh, no, I've actually read this one, too. Blah, we're moving on to the next one. I've read that one before. Um, that's, this one is not as long. I was waiting tables about 12 years ago. My coworker forgot to put, put in a food order for a three-top table. He also forgot what the order was. I was laughing at him, stressing out, trying to figure it out, and I said it was probably fried mozzarella, a cheeseburger with no onions, and chicken fingers. Now, I was completely joking, but it turns out that was their exact order. It freaked me out. I made him let me run the food to the table to make sure he wasn't messing with me. This next one says, as often as every couple of days, I'll vividly remember being exactly where I am as it is, but at a different time, like repeating a cut scene in a video game. It's frequent enough that I've repeatedly questioned the legitimacy, I repeatedly questioned the legitimacy of my existence. That wasn't the alcohol, that was just my tongue. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's a lot of people that think they start to really go down that rabbit hole. Are we part of a video game or a simulation? And a lot of bad shit actually happens with that. There's a new movie out called Glitch in the Matrix that I watched. Um, I think I rented it on Google or Amazon. No, I think it was Amazon. Um, anyhow, I rented the movie. I watched it. <clears throat> I actually didn't even finish the movie because there were no concrete proof of glitches in the matrix like not even as well as some of these that i'm reading there's just some people that say you know i've often felt like this is this world is kind of weird and not real and i've often felt that i've never really be understood like you know typical teenage emo thoughts and they just let these people talk for like 10 minutes and never get to the glitch in the matrix that they think is actually happening and then the movie started to really make me mad but then it glorified a kid like a teenager kind of kid that killed his parents who went so far down this rabbit hole that we live in a simulation that he was like, screw it. I'm going to mess with the simulation and shot and killed his parents and was just mentally disturbed, just a mentally disturbed kid. 
And they kept going on and on and on with this kid's story. And I was like, that's it. I got to turn this off. This is not a movie. This is not a glitch in the matrix documentary. Like I was told it would be. It was a bunch of people questioning their reality, which I don't know anybody who has never questioned their reality. Everybody at one point in their life questions how they got to that point in their life. That's just part of human existence. That's just part of, you know, why are we here, Lord, kind of stuff. So, Glitch in the Matrix movie, I personally do not recommend. Uh-oh, Angie said it's not working. Now I got to find out what's not working. Uh, I don't see anything. Hopefully this this is still working. Oh, yes, Craig's right. There was a commercial, have Stouffer's stovetop stuffing instead of potatoes. That sounds right to me. That sounds really right to me. Uh, Robin says, I remember the commercial. Can't for the life of me remember, recall whether they mentioned Stouffer's. That sounds right to me, though. That really sounds right. I'm, oh, I still, see what I mean? I'm never going to get over this Stouffer's one. That's really bum, bumming me out. Uh, Lauren says, I have a extremely vivid dream that I, dreams that I remember 95% of. A lot of the time, I end up in a dream situation where others in the dream greet me like I've been somewhere before, and I've had dream memories in the dreams. It feels insanely real. All that to say, I definitely believe that dreams are connections to other realities. I do too. And I know exactly what you mean. Exactly what you mean. It's really weird. And it's, again, if you're listening to this episode and you're questioning reality so much to the point that you want to do harm to yourself or to others, stop. Wait till the next live episode. Call me. I'll talk you through it. Gladly talk you through it. But please don't hurt yourself or others trying to prove that it's a simulation. That's only a bad idea. Uh-oh, Stitch is about to bark. No? Okay. Um, all right, let's get back to the fun, though. I had to do that little, you know, moment of sadness. Um, I had a dream about a hamster running on a wheel. When I woke up, my roommate said someone threw a hamster down the trash chute. I also had a dream about a white rat, and the next day my friend texts me that his, white, his pet white rat had died. That's a useless power. So your power is that you can have a dream about a small rodent-type animal that you'll soon have connections to in the immediate future. That's a sad dream. Ooh, this is weird. Uh, this one, this just happened to me quite recently. I was heading towards a place from a train station that was being remodeled. And there's a huge chunk that's under construction. Now, I got a bit lost in the area, and my Google Maps was telling me that I should go through one path. But I couldn't since the whole area was basically off limits and I should take a detour. This was some busy underpass with people going to the platforms and there was one big temporary plywood wall with big signs of under construction, unauthorized access forbidden, no entry. This part gets weird. That plywood wall had a plywood door and people were entering and exiting it like a normal busy door. Completely normal looking people that looked like they didn't belong in a construction area. Even some old women entered it. So then I thought the map was working fine, so I decided to go through the door, and it gets even weirder. On the other side was just a huge empty area, completely under construction, an area of sand, piles of gravel, some pillars, construction, blah, blah, blah. The edges of the underpass was completely unfinished. Now, I was really confused since I wasn't far behind the last person that went through the door, and I had no idea where that guy went. There was no path, 
It didn't look like there was anywhere a path for anyone could have gone. Now, there's a big gravel road in front of me going a bit to the side of the map, and it was telling me to follow a similar path, so I thought maybe I should check it out a bit. Except, nope, a big caterpillar tractor sped up along that road, and I wasn't planning to walk near that. I saw the guy in the tractor looking at me confused, so the next thing I thought was to go back, to go back since I shouldn't even be there. I opened the door, and a few people walking away to a platform looked at me weird like I did when I saw people entering the door. No one entered after I went through, nor when I came out. So after that, I just had to take the detour since it was the only way. That sounds like he was that. That sounds like Harry Potter. That sounds like platform nine and three quarters to me. That's just weird. He, or he went to Narnia. That's true, too. Come on over, pal. Come on up. Ugh. Josh says, I've had dreams come to fruition a lot, but not enough that I can control it. Drives me nuts, though. <laughs> Lauren says, as a rat owner, that'd be a pretty sweet ability. All right, sure, I'm not saying it's a bad ability. I'm just saying that that's, if your superpower is you get to meet a rodent you just dreamt about, you know, not the best superpower is all I'm saying. All righty, next story in here. I was listening to my friend talk, and he suddenly just lagged out, I guess. He sounded like a static phone and then repeated a couple of words. That sounds like me after I've drank a little bit. Um, the next one says, was going to be late and was coming up with a story in order to avoid getting in trouble. Story I came up with was that it was that I was being pulled over by a cop for speeding. Someone rear-ended him, and it hit my vehicle. Had a big, pretty big dent in my truck anyway, but no one knew about it. So since it was a new job, I figured it was a good story. Five minutes later, I got pulled over for going 75 in a 65, and yep, you guessed it. Someone clipped the cop car and pushed the car into my truck. Ticket was excused. Boss told me it was okay. I got that bumper fixed for free and a grand from the dude's insurance company, the guy that hit the cop car. That's a happy ending to a terrible story. This next one says, I was standing outside work having a smoke. I was looking at the bike rack and thinking about how it was just silly that they placed one there and didn't bolt it down or anything. Then a bird footprint showed up. Just one footprint, like a ghost bird put just one foot down in the middle of the otherwise undisturbed snow. This happened right in front of me. I was looking exactly where it happened, when it happened. Very weird. Now, most likely, the snow just happened to collapse in a shape of a bird foot, but still really strange. Yeah, it sounds to me that's all it was. But again, I wasn't there. I don't know. And I really thought it was something was going to happen to the bike rack. I was not expecting the bird foot. This next one says, this one happened to my dad, so it's not a personal story. But my dad was driving down a lonely highway, a long, lonely highway in Ohio, doing about 90 in his Z28 with a radar detector. Rolling hills and whatnot meant the cops could hide at the bottom before you could see them and slow down. So all of a sudden, his radar detector starts blaring and he slams on his brakes. Right over the hill, there's a squad car running, running a radar. Now he's super relieved, but when he looks at the detector, it's not even on the windshield. It was unplugged and in the glove compartment. Ooh, that's cool. I like that one. Let's see. Uh... Oh, wow. Lauren's having a weird one as we speak. Lauren said, holy shit, when I replied to a comment just now, instead of, instead of my name, I looked and it read a bunch of letters and a plus sign, just like gibberish. Then I looked again and my name was there. I'm not even drinking. See, I'm telling you. Someone, uh, someone has swapped out Lauren for... 
McCune. Hey, honey, hi. The next one says, when I was like 10 or 11, I was going to the beach with my aunt and her friend. There were two cars of us. To get there, we had to go through a very large industrial area. We didn't know the direction, so our car was following the other. Suddenly, they did an unexpected turn, so our driver had to take a sharp bend. In that moment, we heard a very sharp, clear, hmm, sharp bend, huh? I've read this one before, too. Um, In the very same time, we noticed that the other car was stopped as well. The other driver got out of the car with a scared face and shouted out, "Did, Did you just hear that as well? Turns out they heard someone say, Sharp bend, huh? And laughing the exact moment we did. The area was a fully deserted area with nobody around. That's just like some happy ghost right there. I woke up to a dream from when I died. I woke up from a dream where I died. And when I opened my eyes, all I saw were faces all over the walls staring at me. That's creepy. It was terrifying. I got up from my bed and turned on the light. The faces didn't go away. I left the room and made sure I was awake. I was. I wrote on my computer, drank some water, and I went back into my bedroom. The faces were gone. Now, I believe this is a sleep hallucination, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds creepy. I do not want that. That's a power I definitely do not want. Mine showed just numbers. Wait, is there really something weird going on here with Lauren McCune? Is she glitching out? Oh, Kara's here. Hey, howdy, hi. Kara says, if this is all a simulation, can whoever in charge just wipe a certain <laughs> wipe a certain geriatric orange from the program? So many people are suffering because of him and his mindless minions. My mom's side of the family is Asian, and there's a lot of them. Oh, no. They're all in danger because of him. That's true, and I'm so sorry, Kara. Um, I just wish his supporters would keep would uh, keep his fanatics, his sycophant, uh, psychotic loyalist, in check. Oof. I completely 1,000% agree. I don't even care that I just brought up, I didn't bring it up, that someone brought up politics in this episode. So anybody about to comment on this episode, suck it. Don't comment. Not you guys. I'm talking about people listening to this and then commenting on my podcast page. Who talks about politics in every episode? Eh, suck a bag of dicks. Oh, there's apparently there is some kind of weird thing going on when you start to type... There's just numbers right when I post it. All right. So, Lauren McCune, you're not going crazy. <laughs> Lauren says, I dare to remember that name during the next episode. Shout outs. I, I, look, I have a hard enough time trying to remember the, the few that were like, hey, don't say my name. Say my kids' names. And that, yeah. I would love to say I'd remember that, but I just won't. Marty Stouffer's Wild America probably had stovetop commercials every time we watched the show. Ah. See, someone's got to find me a goddamn Stouffer stovetop stuffing commercial or box of it or proof that it ever existed in any way, shape, or form. That's real. Because, again, it's messing with my brain. Messing with my brain. Oh, Wow. Keith says, I've been seeing people talk about and recording two moons on separate sides of the sky. Yeah, that's weird. Amanda, nobody has called in about glitches quite yet. I'm just reading a bunch of glitches stories, but if you have a glitch story, you can call in. If not, we got about another minute, and then I'm opening up the lines to anything you guys want. 
Sean Bishop has arrived. Hey, howdy. Hi to one of my best friends in the world. How you doing? Good, sir. Oh, thank you. That's yeah, just uh, makes me look old. Um, hey, howdy. Hi to Sean Bishop. So happy to see you, my friend. Um, yeah, very happy to see him. All right, let me continue on with another one of these stories. Uh, my boyfriend told me this one. His sister and mom confirmed it. He was driving through Texas on his way to visit relatives. It's dead of the night on a one-lane highway in the middle of nowhere. He hadn't passed a gas station in a while, and his tank was getting low, so he decided to fill up at the next available station. After a while, he rolls into a small town. There's a lit-up diner on the right and a local gas station on the left. All the lights are on, and the car's filling up, so he figures this, is the, this place is open. It seems to be exceptionally busy. Wait, whoever you are, don't call in yet. Ah, screw it. Fuck it. I'll take a call right now. Caller, you are on the air. Hello, caller. Ah, boo. You could have you could have kept going. I wouldn't have been mad. Don't worry, caller. You can call back. Um, where did I leave off? After a while, he rolls into small town. People are getting gas. He figures it's perfect way. Uh, it seems exceptionally busy for this time of night, but he really needs gas, so he decides to wait in line to fill up. There are only two cars ahead of him, so it shouldn't take long. At this point, his sister wakes up in the back seat. What's taking so long? It's been like 10 minutes and not one car has moved. Then all of a sudden, his sister blurts out, none of the people are moving. All right, let's do this. Caller, you're on the air. Hello? Well, that's been fun. You know what? How about we don't have any callers for the moment? Um, she says, none of the people are moving. Sure enough, the people waiting in the cars, the people filling up, the cashier, and the people in the convenience store, none had moved since they pulled up to the station. Now, his heart is racing at this point, but he pulls up to get closer look. Sure enough, every single person at this gas station is a mannequin. So basically, they peeled out of there, never looked back, I wish they had taken pictures because I would have loved to have seen it. Wait, so were they really mannequins or were they? Oh, that story's confusing. I don't like that story. I'm sorry that that had a weird M. Night Shyamalan twist. Um, yeah, I don't know what that call was about. I, I don't I don't get it. Um, yeah. Uh, no, no, Kara, don't feel sorry for bringing that up. That is a completely legit one. Completely legit. You're the best. Don't ever apologize. Um, yeah, I don't know what that was. That caller was about. But if there is a legit caller that would like to call in with a glitch in the matrix story, now is the time to do it. Otherwise, we're going to open up the phone lines to a regular call. To a regular caller, all right? Let me make sure that the phone is working. It seemed like it was working. There's no reason it shouldn't be. I mean, I didn't hear anybody. Hopefully, you guys didn't hear anybody. Amanda, it is now time. Feel free to call in. 818-732-9399. I've talked for a good hour, told a bunch of stories. Now is the time to do it, um, if you want to. I don't want to pressure anybody for calling in. But if you would like to call in, now is the time to do it. I'll, I'm going to banter a bit while while you call. Hey, there we go. Caller, you're on the air. Hey there. Hey, That hi. was not me that tried to call before. <laughs> I hope this is, is this Amanda? 
sorry, what was that? Is this Amanda? Yes. Hey, howdy, hi, how are you? I'm fabulous, how are you? Good, thank you. And yes, it is a different phone number, so she's not lying. She, she wasn't her. I don't know who that was, but it's not her. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I got it. go ahead. Yeah, Sorry, no, I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah, go for it. All right. So there's a couple weird things in the last, like, year that have happened. Last October, we were carving pumpkins, my son and I, and we carved four orange pumpkins that we grew in the garden to take a picture of our carved pumpkins in a very well-lit room, and one of the pumpkins on every photograph is black, like dark, dark black. Ooh. Well, that, That's kind of weird. This is, this is a new one. I like this. I can't hear you. Can, can you hear me? It's, like, cutting out really bad. Really? That's weird. I don't know why that is. Um... Well, hold on one second. I'm glad you're telling me that. Hold on one second. Let me see if we can get that fixed. Give me one second here. Okay, how about now? That's much better. All righty, here we go. I'm going to keep it cranked up for a little bit here. Hopefully it's not blowing out your ears. Let me know if it is. <laughs> All right. So, wait, so completely black. Not like the, the pumpkin wasn't lit by the flash or anything, but like a black pumpkin? Right. Like, it was a really bright room, so, like, you could see everything clearly. All the other pumpkins just looked fine. They're normal orange, but it wasn't like a shadow. It wasn't like it didn't look like a camera glitch or anything. It was just really bizarre. That is weird. Now, who did, did whoever's pumpkin that was that did it, were, were they like, oh, man, I just, you know, the, whoever carved that pumpkin, were they all bummed out that their pumpkin's showing up all evil looking? He thought it was hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was a six-year-old, and he was... He was like, what? That didn't happen. He's laughing and laughing. All right, well, at least his memory is the same as mine. That pumpkin was not or was not black. It was orange. See, that's weird. Well, if the pumpkin was black, I'd be all interested in where you're buying black pumpkins because that's cool. <laughs> but uh, that is weird. And, again, like what a random thing to happen. It's not like, you know, I saw a black cat and then two seconds later a black cat walked by. A pumpkin turned mm -hmm. black just in photos. Now, uh, Minardo's got a good question. Was it a... A camera, or was it a cell phone that you were taking the photo of? It was my phone. All right, so my cell phone. phones go from left to right when they're when they're doing the image. Um, I think apples go up to down when they're doing the image, but there's nothing in that setting that should make a orange pumpkin appear black when the other ones are still orange. So there's nothing that I can think of technically that technologically that would cause that to happen. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I couldn't figure it out either. Alternate dimension or something. That's so weird. That's so weird. I love it. Now, is that is that the only time something strange has happened around this particular six-year-old? I've got one more. Um, just like last month, um, I was reading a story, and we were sitting on a couch. And we were sitting on the certain side of the couch. It's by the entertainment center. And there was plants behind us. So, like, I knew exactly where everything was. I was holding a book in my right hand and taking a photo with my left hand, so like a selfie photo. And so like my my hand was holding the book open with my thumb on the right page and my pinky on the left page. And then I looked at the picture later, and in the picture we were on the opposite side of the couch with our backs against the video cabinet and my left hand was holding the book with my left thumb 
on the left page and the pinky finger on the right page. What the hell? So- yeah, I know. It was so, and, you know, I even showed it to a friend of mine, and I was like, okay, so I've tried to think of every possible explanation. Yeah. That's and exactly like, no, what I was doing. I'm wasn't... like, all right, was it? Is it mirrored? No, but it's not mirrored. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe it's mirrored, but no, my my thumb wouldn't have been on that page, and the plants behind me would have been different plants. Wow. Okay. So it's not even like someone could say, oh well, obviously the phone, you know, flipped the reverse the image, which makes it look kind of weird because you know how you look kind of weird in photos compared mm-hmm. to what you see when you look in a mirror. But it wasn't like that. There were separate instances different in the photo than from what happened when you were taking the photo, right? Yeah. Yep. That's super weird. Weird. All right. Whoa. Was it the same phone as the, as the pumpkin? It was the same phone. All right. So there you go. You got an evil phone. You got to get rid of the evil phone. <laughs> I recommend going with a non-evil phone, and then um, it won't I'm bust uh, out my sage and yep. Yeah, yeah, or you know, like if maybe it's you know you 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 got part of you got put on the evil phone plan. You know, you got to check your data. Uh, that's weird. That's really weird. I don't know what to think of that. That's I did not expect that. Um, but it was pretty freaky. I was gonna say send me the photo, but it would just look like a regular photo. There'd be nothing for me to compare it that, to. Yep. Damn it. All right. There's no proof that it's, yep. That's weird. All right, I dig, I dig it. But again, watch the phone. So if anything else happens, now I'm going to definitely say it's the phone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, this was awesome. Thank you for kicking off the, the phone lines for tonight. This is cool. Yeah, thank you. This was fun. Ah, I love it. Thank you so much. Please call back anytime, especially with more creepy, weird phone stuff. Thank you. Thanks. Bye now. Bye. All right, Angie said that she was trying to call in earlier. She couldn't hear me on the phone, so maybe it was just me. I'm going to say it's me, user error, not you, Angie. Please call back in. I promise I'll answer, and actually you'll be able to hear me on the phone as well. Maybe it was a setting that I had not exactly right on here, so it could. I'm saying it's me. It's user error. So, Angie, call back in. Um, Not on an evil phone. I've had one evil phone call for the night. So, uh, yeah, I like how everybody's immediately like, evil phone, Apple, uh, it's Android, it's AT&T, it's Boost Mobile. Um, ooh, Sean Bishop's waking up at 3.33 again. You know, it's funny, that's how you say that, Sean, is I almost texted you today because the first time I picked up my phone for today, I looked and it was 1.11 p.m., 1.11, and I was like, I should text that to Sean, but I didn't, but now I'm telling you about it. All righty, I'm going to banter for another couple seconds. Hopefully, there we go. Caller, you are on the air. Hi, it's Tracy. Hey, howdy, hi, how are you? Oh, and I'm getting another call. Oh, Angie, you're going to have to wait. Tracy beat you to it. Um, So, yes, yeah, can you hear me? I can. Okay. Can you hear me? I can, excellent. All right, I love this. Hi, how's it going? It is going well. How's it going for you? Ah, it's going pretty good. You know, talking about glitches in the Matrix. It's another weird show. I like it. Uh, yeah. So we had that discussion a couple weeks ago, I think, about it. Yeah, about the robbery. A couple of glitches. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to tell you, we had a discussion in my study group because I had to bring up the cookies, the um, the Nutter Butter wafers with the chocolate wafers. Yes. And 
half the study group remembers them and half of them don't. Oh, really? So we we did a big yeah, we did a big Google search and none of us can find any proof that these cookies ever existed. So then we uh, we got a big study group talk about the whole glitch in the matrix because of your show right <laughs> after that. Yeah, that's usually what happens is when but, something weird like that, then they go, well, you know, this is, how about this one? How about this one? Um, so so you had alternate dimension cookies. Yeah, we had alternate dimension cookies. We had an alternate dimension robbery. So that was what we called into now to talk to you about. We'll update you about that. Oh, yes, please. Um, I'm, I'm so intrigued by this robbery because... All right, so just just like do it, give us like the overview of it for anybody that happened to miss the other episode. So catch us up on what, okay. what we're talking about. So quick backstory, you know, my father recently passed away. We were sitting down. We were discussing things that had happened, um, you know, as a child, my brother and my mom and I. And one of the things my brother and I discussed was we had gotten woken up one night with the police yelling, come out with your hands up. We have our guns drawn. And so we all go out, and there they are. They have our garage surrounded with their guns drawn, and were criminals, robbers in our garage. They had uh, just robbed a hotel up the road. Uh, police chase ensued. They wrecked their car in our driveway and ran into our garage, and that's, you know, the police ended up surrounding the garage and... And, you know, we're telling this story to my mom about this. And that's how we woke up and we were all scared. My mom's like, that's not what happened. My mom's like, they robbed the hotel in the middle of the night. The police chased them down the road. And they stopped them in front of the driveway and they arrested them. And my brother's like, no, that's not what happened. So we're like. Like, you know, family members of the same family had different views of this. And so, you know, I called in and told you this. So I thought, okay, I'm going to call the police station. And the guy says, yeah, I think I remember that, but let me see what I can find out. So he gets back to me and he says, we have no record of a robbery at that hotel in that year or the year previous, the year after. We don't have any records of a robbery. So now I'm like, okay, this is getting even creepier because now you have no records of a robbery at this hotel. The hotel still exists. It's existed back then. What's going on? So I talked to the neighbor that lived across the street at the time. He was probably about eight years older than I was, a reputable witness. And I said, how do you, do you remember this? And he says, yes, I do. And I said, okay, thank you. <laughs> what do you remember happening? And he said, his story corroborated what my brother and I remember. Oh, really? So his story matched yours? His story matched my brother and I. Now, he, they lived directly across the street. So then I talked to a friend of mine who lived catty corner from us across the street. And I said, do you remember robbery at the hotel at the road and she said yes i remember being woken up by the police sirens my family got woken up i said okay what do you remember happening her story corroborates mom's story wait so oh my god this is frustrating 
So first you get like, yeah. yep, I remember it exactly like you do. And then the next person, nope, I remember it exactly like your mom does. Which, again, this is a very big story. There shouldn't be such a disparaging um, facts going on, events going on in this story. So No, but it, there's no record of it now. And there's no record. That's even weirder, that there's no record at all? Oh. Nope. All right, so what did Yet you I say? Yeah, I went back to my mom and good. No, I was going to say, what did you say to this lady when she said, oh, no, I remember it like this, when it's obviously not how you remember it at all? And I said, that's not how we remember it. And I said, she said, well, she's like, you know, we were talking back and forth. We haven't talked in a while. And I said, she said, why are you asking? And I said, because we got in this whole glitch in the Matrix thing. I said, because my brother and I have a version of what happened. My mom has one version of what happened, which matches yours. And I said, such and such that lived across the street matches my brother and I. I said, so now we all have different versions. And she just kind of was like, okay. This is so weird. So there's you know, no, like, there's like, you're going to have to start like going house to house. And like, do you remember it this way? Yes. Okay, good. And do you remember this way? Okay. Put in, start checking out. Like there's no, this is, this is messing me up because it shouldn't be this hard to find out facts about a major event that happened right there. Oh. And, and, and I, I feel, I feel really bad for you because I'm just hearing about it from you. This happened to you. This is really bizarre. Yeah. And it's like the same members of the same family. My brother and I remember it one way. My mom's like, no, I, I don't remember it that way. That's not what happened. And to have a complete, somebody in a complete household, tell me they remember it the same way my mom does what about ages like what were the ages of the the guy versus like what was the age of the guy versus the 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 lady like like the the cop versus the ladies maybe it's an age thing maybe someone everybody under 30 will remember it this way anybody over 30 remembers it the other way maybe that's like the the well she asked her she was my age she would have been a child so she would have been 10 Oh. And her family would have been, her, you know, her brother and sister would have been both 10 or below. And her dad would have been my mom's age. And her dad remembers it the same way my mom does. That's Now so the guy weird. across the street was probably 17, 18 at the time. And he remembers it the way we do. All right. So, so it's, not, like, it's yeah, not a location your, your whole... because your mom was in the same house that you were in and your brother was in. So it's not mm -hmm. location. So it's not like everybody in the house remembers it one way. Everybody outside the house remembers another way or across the street versus on the street. Like I can't figure out the the reason why some groups would remember it one way and other groups would remember it the other way. That's so weird. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't like, I don't like being yet, flummoxed like this. Like, I really think that there should be a logical explanation to why someone doesn't remember a logical, you know, a, a, a big event in the same reason. It's not even like a slight difference. That's a difference. That is a big difference. And now that there's no police no, report, my, this is weird. Uh -uh. No. And my brother clearly, my brother and I both clearly remember getting up the next morning to go wait for the bus and there was very obvious, you know, they're very obviously the scene of an accident, a car accident. So there was, you know, debris from a car accident at the end of the driveway. All right. I, as, I, I, I completely remember that. As much as I love this, it's now frustrating me. 
I can't even imagine what it does to you. Like that is so bizarre. How could it be so different? I, I, yeah, yep. yep. I don't know. I love the fact that you're still digging into this though. Continue to dig into this. Like keep trying if you want, if, if this is getting to the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore, then you don't have to. But if you want, and you want to keep digging into this, I always want to know updates about this because I don't get it. I don't either. I, 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 you know, I wonder sometimes why, as you talk to some of us, why some of us have more experiences than others. Yeah. And some of us are a little more open to the paranormal um, and, and have a few more experiences. And I, I'm you know, I curious about that. And because you seem to talk to some of the same people or whatever. And it's just, it's kind of, you know, the whole, the whole oddities of that too. So yeah, I, w- I will definitely be looking into it more because it, it it does bother me. Yeah, and and me, and like I say, like I I, I want to know more. I seriously, anytime you get updates, let me know. There should be there should be newspaper articles about it. There should be police records about it. There should be um, tow yard records about it because there's got to there must have been a tow truck that came and got those cars. Must have been an impound lot. Must have been Something. cars. Must have been. You know, I told you, oh. years ago. Years ago, I had found something on the internet, and I can't even find that anymore. And that stuff never goes away. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. I mean, the internet's forever. I mean, sure, there's sites that go down, but you should still be able to find a Google mention of it. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know, but boy, <laughs> I, I'm so I'm I'm so excited to hear the next whatever is going to happen next. Whether it's that you find out that. Everybody else remembers it differently, but you didn't. You found one person that did. Boy, this is all right. I uh-huh. don't, this one messes with me. This is the this is the Stouffer stovetop stuffing of 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 listener calls. I'll tell you that this one's gonna stick with me. All right. Well, so I'm glad to make today. <laughs> you did. Please, please call back anytime you find any more follow ups because I'm still confused about this. I love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. This was fantastic. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon, mm-hmm. hopefully. Fingers crossed. Thanks. Bye now. Bye. What the hell, man? What the hell? How can it be so different? Um, and everybody's talking about um, Girl Scout cookies in the chat room making me hungry. And and Todd's talking about the samosas down the street from the Bigfoot Lodge. That's making me even more hungry because I want to go to Bigfoot Lodge, have a drink, get some samosas, and hang out. I'm 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 with you. Uh, look, I don't know what to even begin to think about that, but um, I'm very intrigued. This this multiverse, why, how some people remember it one way. Oh, and by the way, um, only people named Angie are allowed to call right now. So if your name is Angie, phone lines are open. If your name's not Angie Houston, do not call back or do not call in. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to banter. I don't get how... It can be so different. Like, again, this isn't a small thing. Like, um, do you remember when that car, like, um, hit the hit the street sign and drove away? No, these were huge events. And, hey, a huge event that everybody should remember it exactly the same way. And it's not like some people just misremembered that it happened at the house and not down the street. This is a big event. It should be the same no matter what. I mean, I talk to my neighbors from back in the day from when I lived in Michigan about minor events. And they all remember those minor events exactly the same way because nothing really happened in that town. I don't know. That one's messing with me. Completely messing with me. But yes, I, I, oh, there we go. Caller, you're on the air and it better be Angie. Hi. 
Hey, howdy, hi. <laughs> so you tried okay, to call in, but you couldn't. You, you you called in, but you couldn't hear me. Um, I'm actually having a hard time hearing you. That's really weird. I'm I, I I'm assuming that it's me. I'll just say it. It's probably me. I apologize. That's a little bit better. No, it's probably just my crappy phone too. Um, All right, I'm moving the microphone. Like I'm gonna eat the microphone so you can hear me. And you can hear me all right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can hear you great, yeah. Okay. So the one story that um, I have, and I don't know if it's a glitch, I don't know what to call it. Um, I was with my friend in Thompson I live in where all this weird shit that I've talked about the majority of my life has happened. Yeah. Um, and we were just hanging out in the living room. It was later at night. I was just, like, doing laundry. She's on her phone, playing a game, nothing crazy, just chilling. Um, I I left the room. I went to use the bathroom upstairs in the creepy room that I used to use that I don't use anymore. And literally all that I did was use the bathroom. And I remember walking out of that room and going through the doorway. And the second I was at the top of the landing I remember feeling like um like I walked through something and everything felt weird and it was like it felt like time stopped it was just a really strange feeling so I go downstairs turn the corner into the living room and my friend my best friend and she's not sitting there where she was I see her things there she's not there. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess maybe she went to use the other bathroom or something. So I kind of walk around the house, look for her. I yelled down the basement steps where the other bathroom is. Are you down there? She didn't say anything. I sat for a little bit and I waited and I, and I just had this super strange feeling. I just remember feeling like I was the only one there. Like everything, it just felt still. That's the only way to describe it. And it freaked me out to the point where I, whatever reason, in in the back of my mind, thought to myself that I need to go back, I need to go back upstairs and then come back down. And so I did that. I went upstairs, stood there in the room for a few seconds, went back downstairs, turned the corner, and she was sitting in a chair. And I was like, dude, what? the fuck and she's like what she's like what took you so long and I'm like nothing I'm like where were you and she's like I did not move I'm like yeah you, yeah you did she's like, no I didn't you took forever I was like I didn't and she's like you did I didn't know what was going on I didn't hear any creaking on the floor she's like I thought I could hear somebody walking around down here Oh. Of course, I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. She's like, I, it felt like somebody was in the room here, and I couldn't hear you upstairs. Holy crap. And we, <laughs> we both kind of just, like, sat and stared at each other. And we've talked about it since. I brought it up to her, like, twice, because that was a few years ago. Just to make sure I, you remember this, right? Like, this is what happened. And she's like, yes. Absolutely. It was weird as hell. No way to explain it. She did not move from that chair, according to her. I believe that. It was was just one of those things where the air around you, the entire situation, it just felt off. Now, when you went back 
you said like, oh, this is weird. I feel weird. And you had you, you know the urge to go back to the bathroom. And then when you came back out, did it feel different when you came back out the second time when it she was did, there? But at the same time, I, like I, my adrenaline was probably going too. So I, I didn't, it, I didn't sense it like I did the first time, but it, I felt like this is going to fix it. Like I just knew it would. That's really weird. Like, I don't know if you know this, but there, there are a lot of stories about that where someone will walk out. Usually it's in a hotel for some reason. They'll walk out of the hotel room and everything is, it's completely empty, completely silent, which is always the thing they always say that you said it as well, that is completely silent and they feel like something's off, something's wrong. So they'll go back into the, to the hotel room. And then when they come back out, it's like a regular hotel. The sounds are the same. The yeah. smells are the same. The, the, the air is the same, whatever you want to call it. That's really bizarre. Now, did you know about yeah. any of these other stories prior to you having this sensation? Or was, did you have this sensation no. prior? Okay, see, that's even better. No, like this was, this was a few years ago, and I really didn't, I mean, I wasn't listening to Paranormal Almanac. I didn't, I probably hadn't even heard of, like, of the glitch in the Matrix theory at that point. That is crazy cool that for some reason, that's the same thing that happens to a lot of people that have this experience is they have to, they feel the urge or they feel like, all right, I, I got to go back to where this weird slip happened. Now, is it a time slip? Is it a dimension slip? Is it time freezing? I don't know. But the cool thing about your story is that she said that she could hear, sounded like she could hear someone walking. Is that right? Yeah. That is So it was almost cool. like as I was wandering around the, you know, the, the house looking for her, that I couldn't see her and she couldn't see me. She said she felt like there was somebody in there moving around. But you could still see her stuff. Yes. That is cool. Like, I want to know how you managed to slip dimensions or however, like, I guess that'd be the best way for me to, to describe it to myself to try to get my brain around this is that you slip dimensions, like almost like a ghost. Like, right. that's cool. That's way cool. I have no idea what to think of it other than that's way cool. Holy it, shit. It is. And it's creepy, and it's why I hate this house, and especially that room <laughs> upstairs that I refuse to fucking go in anymore. Well, again, I don't blame you. Like, hell no, I wouldn't go in that room either. But now it's, this is the bathroom. Not It wasn't even that room, right? It's just a tiny little bathroom. It's just like a the second story of the house isn't even a full story. It's just this one added-on bedroom with a tiny little bathroom. And that's, that's the room that, like, I've had the most insane should happen so like it wasn't even original to the house like my parents built that room when they moved in that's so weird so cool i i i love that it happened to you but i'm also very sorry that it happened to you because that's got to be <laughs> creepy to be i mean it's funny it's crazy funny but like all right at best you were a ghost for a little bit that's creepy i'll go with i'll go with that series I think that's almost <laughs> less scary than, um, yeah, alternate Look, dimensions. I, I think shit. I think you slipped into a different, I think you slipped into a parallel dimension that was just thin enough that she could hear you. What would have been even better, and, and I'm kind of glad she couldn't, but what would have been even better is if she could hear you talking as well. Like, I no. could hear you, and I could hear you talking. Like, that would have been scary as shit. But, oh, my God, that is creepy as hell. 
that would be terrifying. See? Yeah, it was weird. I'm so happy then, that so you got through. And so the second thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, please, please, please. I, what was that? I said, I'm so happy that you called in. I'm loving this so far. Continue. No, this oh, is fantastic. Good. Well, good. Yeah, I'm glad I could actually make this show. It's the first one that I've listened to or been able to in probably like way over a month. So I'm glad that it worked out. Um, but when Minardo said earlier, imagine if you called yourself, and it made me remember it was probably like a year and a half ago I was at work and, you know, like I get scam calls, junk calls, weird numbers. Sure. Weird shit happens on a phone now, nowadays. You just, whatever. It's just how it is. Well, so I'm at work and my phone rang and I missed it. Didn't recognize the number, but it was local. So I was like, okay, I'll go call it back. And I called back and this lady answers and she's like, hello. And I was like, yeah, I'm just returning your call. And she's like, uh, no, I didn't call you. And I'm like, well, I have a missed call from you. She's like, let me look at my phone. And she's like, no, I didn't call you. And then she was like, but it says I have a missed call from you. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I only called once. And so she was just like, where are you? I was like, well, I'm at work. I was like, my name is Angie. And she's like, well, my name is Angie. I'm at home. She's like, I'm, not, I'm just at home with my three kids. And I'm like, network and I just that was a it was a weird conversation a weird thing to happen because we both looked at our phones neither of us had outgoing calls we both had missed calls from that number her name was Angie oh pretty much we're just like okay what the hell like nice to meet you have a good day and I'm I remember like hanging up the phone and looking at my coworkers. I was like, "Did I just fucking get a call from my future self?" That's what I was gonna say. Like, and wait, like, is it really you? Did it kids. sound like you? Did it sound like like whoever you were talking to, the other Angie? Did it? Could it's it possibly? Not, I, it just sounded like a woman, and I could tell she was like from a man like me. Well, I don't want to. I, I don't want to like, uh, jump in. Or the same. I don't want to jump in, but you sound like a woman. I don't know if you know this. It wasn't, it wasn't anything instinctual, but I felt very comfortable talking to her. I remember I just, I know that I wanted to just, like, talk to her for a while. It was just, it was really odd. That's two, really three kids, odd. So I joked, like, well, it couldn't have been me because I only have two kids, and I'm not going to have another one. So no more, you oh, know, what's the future. You me. just well, jinxed the shit kids. out of yourself. You jinxed the crap out of yourself right there. <laughs> Congrats on the third kid. I'm I just going to say it now. So, um... Oh, my God. That's creepy, though. If that is the case, what if that is the case that you called yourself, you had a chance to find out something from future you, and then you were just like, well, all right, it was nice talking to you. I'll talk to you some other time. Bye now. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's probably just an odd coincidence. That's... But it, it just it's, it seems too odd, and I don't believe in coincidences. So it was just extremely weird. And even my coworkers were kind of looking at me like I was half crazy, and they were kind of like, wait. <laughs> This is this is weird. Like Angie's always weird, but this one's extra weird. Now, do you have so, do you still have the phone number? No, I don't. Ah, uh, you see, you missed the chance. Yet you, you missed the chance yeah, to talk I, to your I'm, future I'm self. Like sure, you would have a third kid, chances. but you might get like lotto numbers from you, so you missed the chance. No, I had the third kid. That's the one I just had. Oh, oh, well then there you go. Yeah, so, so you definitely missed the boat on the lotto. Then come on. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. 
That's hey, I, so I enjoy bizarre. this shit, but at the same time, I don't like thinking about it either. Like, <laughs> what, what, what did I do? I'm telling you. What did I do to deserve this shit? I, I exactly like why, why, well, why you, why, yeah, why is this shit happening to people that don't want it to happen to them? But again, I'm happy it happens because now I get cool calls like this one. Good. <laughs> Good. Good for you. I'm glad it I'm glad it benefits you, Kurt. Um no, this was awesome. Thank you. And thank you for I apologize for not you not being able to hear me earlier, but thank you for calling back cuz I always love hearing from you and Oh, yeah. Wow. No, thank you. First time using a phone here apparently. Okay, well, thank you for the show. Thank Have you. A good night. Thanks again. Bye now. Holy crap. That is I mean, I keep saying bizarre, but that's just, I mean, that's the best I can do is that's the best I can come up with. That is bizarre. All right, real quick, uh, before I get another call or anything, I want to do a quick shout out, a happy birthday shout out to Isaac. So Isaac, happy birthday. Glad you're having fun. Uh, your dad's cool as crap. I always say it. Um, and I'll say it again right now. So happy birthday to Isaac. That is very cool. I'm glad that, um, I'm glad you're having some fun on your birthday because- 2020, 2021 birthdays are hard to have some fun, so I'm glad you are. Yeah, exactly, Todd. Better better yet, ask your future self what dumb stuff not to do. I mean, that would have been all of it. That would have been all of it. Holy crap, that is a good call. I love I love the weird calls, which I can't explain at all. All right, let me get back into these, um, these stories from the internet about glitches in the Matrix. I'm um, not going to go to the really long ones. Seven, several years ago, I woke up next to my... Oh, I think I've told this one as well, but I like this one, so I'm going to tell it again. Several years ago, I woke up in bed next to my now ex-girlfriend. We had a conversation in fluent French. I got up, got in the shower, and as the water started running, I realized none of us spoke French. When I got out, I asked her about it. She remembered it happening, but was just as confused as I was. I can't even remember what we're talking, what we talked about because I don't effing speak French. That's a weird one. I like that. I really like everything about that. Yes, that's right. Everybody in the chat room, please wish Isaac a happy birthday. Very cool kid. Very cool dad. Um, uh, Bat, so good to see you. Have a good night. Thank you for checking in. I really appreciate you hopping on this episode and, and having some fun in the chat room. Um, all righty, let me continue on. I know, Stitch. I know. It is past your, your, your Stitch pee break. Give me one more story, Stitch, and then we'll take a Stitch pee break. I've experienced deja vu. You got to give me a second, pal. I've experienced deja vu a couple of times when I was younger, and while this is certainly freaky, nothing beats its opposite. What? Jema vu? Jema vu, which is experienced twice during a period of work-related stress a few years, ago, a few years ago. On both occasions, I was driving in my car in perfectly familiar surroundings near my home when suddenly I had no idea where I was or where I was going. It was like instantly being teleported to a foreign country. Now, it only lasted seconds, but it was very creepy nonetheless. Nothing looked like it should. I didn't know where I was. Until it happened to me, I had no idea that it even existed. Yeah, that is creepy. That is very, very creepy. All righty, hold on one second, everybody. I got to find something to put on for the Stitch pee break. And there we go. We are back. This Stitch Pea Break is brought to you by Stouffer's Stovetop Stuffing. You can eat it with shake and bake, but you can't shake and break it out of existence. A warm family meal coming to a store near 50% of us in the past. Thanks, Josh. I knew I could count on you for that. And screw you guys. I got tagalongs. That's right. I got Girl Scout cookies. You guys are all chatting about Girl Scout cookies in the chat room. 
but I've got them here. I've got them now. See, this is why you guys need to listen or come and join us on the live one because the weird shit that happens that I can't put on the actual podcast, like what they just listened to during the Stitch Pee Break, that's why tune in for me. Stay for the Stitch Pee Break is what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no. Yes, Lauren McCune. Tagalongs right here. A full box of tagalongs. I got a box of tagalongs and a box of the new s'mores Girl Scout cookies uh, from a little girl named Emma just down the street, which is awesome because now they don't have to stand out in front of Ralph's because no one's going to grocery stores. They just do it all online. I was taking Stitch for a walk one day and I saw a sign say, buy Girl Scout cookies here. And I was like, oh, that's a trap. That's someone trying to murder me. But then it turned out to be a website and it was real. And I got Girl Scout cookies. So... Yes, Stouffer's chocolate-covered peanut butter cookies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're called Tagalongs, and they're fantastic. Chocolate peanut butter cookies. I see how you are. All righty. Let's get back into this. Uh, what were we at? An hour and 40? Yeah, we'll get back into this. We'll keep going. I work security uh, as a nighttime attendant at an apartment building. It's 24 stories and one of the oldest buildings in the city. One night I'm sitting here when the phone rings at about 3 a.m. and I answer, hello, this is Rick at the front desk. How can I help you? The voice on the other end sounded female but was totally garbled and the only bit I could make out was 23rd floor. I tried to tell the person I couldn't understand them and asked what apartment they were in, but again, garbled response and 23rd floor. After the third time of trying to understand them and the same response, I said since I couldn't understand them, I'd come up and meet them in the hallway. So I go to the main elevators. Both are up on the surprise 23rd floor. Luckily, we have an older service elevator, and it's only on the 7th floor, so I call it down. I get in, and I hit the button for the 23rd floor, but it won't move, and the inner door won't close. So I go to unlock the reset panel, and boom, we start going up, door still open. Now I'm freaking out a little bit. The elevator's shaking because it's going pretty fast, and it's old. As I'm going up, I just stay towards the back, and I finally reach floor 23. I step out. Door closes just fine. I look around the hallway. There's nobody around. I walk around slowly, trying to listen for anyone awake who might have called, but there's nothing. So now I hear, now I head the opposite direction. I go towards where the regular elevators are. When I get to them, they're just sitting there with the doors wide open. I was pretty freaked out, but I knew it could just be the elevators on the fritz, so I get in, and I figure I'll just reset them when I get to the first floor, when I heard the sound of the back stairwell closing. So I quickly get out. I go to the stairwell, and lo, lo and behold, nobody's there. But the maintenance door to the machine room is ajar. At that time, I'm the only one in the building with a key. At the top of the building, there's a large machine room housing all the really loud machinery that does stuff in the building, access to the roof, blah, blah, blah. I don't like going into it. It's creepy as fuck, blah, blah, blah. But I go inside, I shout, hello, there's no response. The lights in this room flicker because they're shitty fluorescent, so I can't see well either. But at the end of the room, I can make out the roof access door, and, yep, you guessed it, it's slightly open. I slowly continue forward, checking the space in between each machine as I walk by. There's no one there, so I open the roof access door. I can't see anyone ahead of me on the roof, but there is a slight wraparound, and if there was a jumper or something... I need to be sure, so I step out and I leave the door ajar like it was. Almost immediately, the door is pulled shut. This door is hard to shut and hard to open, so it wasn't the wind. I'm talking this door was shut really hard. I immediately grab the handle and yank it open, slam it behind me, and run straight for the maintenance door. 
It automatically locks when it's closed, so I slam it shut too and go back to the 23rd floor hallway, get in the elevator, door's still open, go all the way down to the first floor. I go back to the main lobby, and as soon as I sit down, the phone rings. I pick it up, I don't say a word, and yep, the garbled voice again saying 23rd floor. I hung up the phone, turned the ringer off, spent the rest of the evening just staring at the parking garage security monitors. No idea what was happening on the 23rd floor, nor do I want to know. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. That was kind of creepy. Uh, Jamie said, a little off topic, but we haven't discussed the Netflix Cecil Hotel series. We did last episode, but that is okay. Um, I will gladly talk about it on this episode as well. Um, I highly recommend everybody watch the Netflix Cecil Hotel um, documentary. It's way better than the Zach Baggins Discovery Plus one, in my opinion only, my opinion. Um, I thought it was very interesting, very well done. I think it could have gone into the history of the hotel a little bit more. I know it was focused on Elisa Lam. It was about Elisa Lam. But I would have really liked it to go into the deaths and everything that happened at the hotel prior to Elisa Lam. And I don't necessarily agree that... With the ending, I'll put it that way. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it. It's very, very weird, but very well done. It was very well done. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, uh, I still want to. Hopefully, fingers crossed. They're supposed to open, reopen in 2021. Hopefully, that's still on track. Hopefully, they'll still let me go down there and do an episode from the Cecil Hotel. That is still my plan. I still want to do an episode about the Cecil Hotel from the Cecil Hotel. Uh, good night, Amanda. Thank you so much. Um, yes, uh, yeah, I don't think, Todd, I don't think you and Jamie were on the last episode. I don't recall you guys being here anyway, but yes, we did. All righty. Uh, the next one, the next story is a weird one. He says, I knew my uncle had died. My mom had called me and told me the news. It was very sad. She told me in the middle of the work, and I told one of my coworkers. He expressed his condolence on my loss. A couple weeks later, my sister mentioned my aunt and uncle doing something. I said, um, he's dead. And my sister said, no, he wasn't. So I called my mom. Sure enough, nope, my uncle was not dead. To this day, I'm still not sure how much of it my brain imagined and how much of it was real. Did I really talk to my coworker? Was I even on the phone with my mom all that day? It freaks me out that my mind could fabricate a complete and real memory like my uncle dying. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a creepy one. Uh, Carla says, I just watched the ghost adventures. Some, uh, one, some ghost said your mom at Zach Baggins. Exactly. Some of it. I'm like, come on, dude. Um, yeah, I, I will definitely be bringing my own sheets and, um, not parking my car right there. It, it is exactly like they said, though. The second you step outside the Cecil hotel, you are in the ghetto. You are in the, uh, the, the worst neighborhood imaginable. I feel bad that it's right there, but that really is really that bad. Um, yeah, really, really that bad. Oh, that all right, that explains it. Yes, Jamie, last week's episode, I, I decided to start real early in case any international listeners wanted to call in. So yeah, it was a different time for that one. Yeah, it is terribly, terribly ghetto. It's, it's a sad neighborhood. And even scarier was the fact that I wandered around those neighborhoods on break from lunch, not really knowing, knowing a little bit, but not really knowing just how bad it really was right there. All righty, the next one says, one night I had a dream of my mom and I dying in a bomb blast. It was terrifying and I was sweating like a madman. 
Anyway, the next day, my mom and I went to this marketplace to get some of her fabric tailored. It was probably 3.30 in the afternoon when suddenly I got a stomachache. I started to cry and whine about how bad my stomach was hurting. My mom finally gave up with my whining and took me back home. Back home, I was suddenly feeling perfectly fine. I went out to play with my friends. My mom thought I was probably pretending to be sick just to play with my friends. But when I returned, she hugged me tightly and started to cry. A bomb had been detonated in the exact same marketplace we were one hour ago. Still, the most freakiest thing is my mom tells me to this day is that she believes I actually saw the man who placed the bomb and started to cry, but I don't remember that actually happening. Yeah, that's that's the kind, that's a good power to have. Finding, you know, memories or dreaming about rats, still not a great power. Stopping a bombing, or at least stopping yourself from being blown up by a bomber, that's the good one. Yes, yes, Paul. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the TMB. Yeah, we went to a concert. That's right. We went to a concert right there on Skid Row. That's what it's called, Skid Row. We went to a concert right there on Skid Row, and my God, it is a scary, scary neighborhood. And I used to walk around there all that time. Um, I don't know where the story's from, unfortunately. It doesn't give a, a location, but again, creepy as all get out. Um, that's weird. They have that same sharp bend, huh? Story twice on there. Or did I read you that one already? Even though I know I did. In fact, I've read it twice now. Like I said, I read it in another episode. Here we go. I used to be pretty skeptical about most things paranormal. One day while driving home late one night, I, pa- I was passed on the freeway by a car. In my head, I saw clearly the car flipped over in the ditch. The flash was vivid as hell, but I shrugged it off. When I exited the freeway, sure enough, the car that passed me was at the light waiting to turn opposite way as me. The light turns, he goes, I make the decision to follow him based on that flash. I had waited a few seconds and had already lost sight of him. When I turned, I go about two blocks. Sure enough, I reach the ditch, and in it is that overturned car. I get out, I help the man out of his car, call the cops, he was drunk as hell. Anyway, that one experience makes me acknowledge there's something more out there than what we know. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there are. A lot more. All righty, we're getting close to a two-hour mark, but I'm still going strong, so let's keep going. This next one says, so, my, so before my husband and I were married, we lived separately. He would come over and spend the time, spend time, then leave later at that night, like about 11 or 12. He left one night out my front door, which has three locks, a lock on the knob, a deadbolt, and what I call a hotel lock. It's a lock that you flip the long piece over on the short peg, and then the door can only be opened by a few inches. Well, he left, and I used his key to lock the knob and the deadbolt, but I thought to myself, um, I thought to myself, I have to go lock the hotel lock. I come down and it's locked already. There is absolutely no way he could have locked it from the outside, and I was nowhere near that door. Well, that is what that's the kind of ghost you want to have at your house that actually, you know, locks the door for you. Uh, here's another short one. I used to love drawing portraits when I was younger, but I wasn't very good at it. So I threw them away a lot. I threw them away a lot of the time, but one day I drew one that I was really proud of. So I kept it about a week or so later, we had a new girl start in our class and I thought she looked super familiar. And a few days into the week, I realized that was because she was the girl that I had drawn. I went home and found the drawing and sure enough, nearly identical, nearly because I was 10 and unskilled. It freaked me out, and I have this, and I have felt weird about drawing portraits of nobodies ever since. Ah, come on. I think that's the way to do it. From that point on, you start drawing people that you've never met before yet. That's cool. 
Yeah, I want a ghost that does a lot of stuff, like feed the cat at 3 a.m., Paul. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Again, if you're going to have a ghost, at least have a ghost, you know, do something. Go ahead, Phil. At least have a ghost that does something for you. All righty, let's see. I heard the upstairs neighbors get into yet another fight at 3 a.m. Plates flown on the thrown on the ground, etc. Very noisy as it was directly above us. I found out next day that the I found out the next day that my upstairs neighbors moved out weeks ago, and that flat was vacant and completely empty. Now there are just three flats in the block: first floor elderly couple, us on the second floor, the third floor completely empty. So who did I hear having that argument? Ghost argument. That's what I'm saying right now. Ghost domestic argument. Boy, I really shouldn't have brought these cookies and set them next to me because all I can think of is, man, I just want a cookie right now, but I'm not eating a cookie on, on, the, on the air. All righty, up next. In college, I delivered pizza to make money. I had a uh, delivery that should have taken about 20 minutes. When I returned to the store, the manager asked me what had taken so long. I asked him what he meant, and he pointed to the computer, showing I'd been gone for an hour and seven minutes. I don't remember delivering the pizza, only turning into the store when I was returning. Before anyone suggests aliens, no, my anus was not sore. I also don't drink or use drugs. 20 years later, I still have no idea what happened with that pizza delivery. Yeah, well, way to leave us hanging. Did the people get their pizza or not? Come on, man. If you're going to go, like, slip into other dimensions, at least deliver the pizza on time. All righty, let's see. Let's continue on. Let's keep going. I'm, I'm having fun. Not especially creepy, but it did used to unnerve me when I was young. When I was little, I used to have a Thomas the Tank Engine book with fold-out parts and flaps. There was this one part which was like a shed, and you could flip a flap to see inside the shed. Inside was all the usual gardening shed paraphernalia, but there was also a black cat that sat in there. Here's the glitch, though. I swear the cat wasn't always there. I used to love that book, but every time I read it, I would get to that page and guess whether the cat would be there or not. No clue why, but the cat wasn't always there. That's cool. I like that one. I like that one a lot. <laughs> the worst ASMR only fans experience it would just be me eating Girl Scout cookies and just, oh, these, I love these tagalongs. These tagalongs are so good right now. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that creeped me, even me out. I don't like that. All right, the next one says, A few months before my first car accident, I dreamt, about, I dreamt about it happening. Everything from the sounds to the placement and the smell was exactly the same. Thing is, the girl driving tried to get me to find a different ride because she didn't want to do any extra driving that day. And after the crash, I told her about my dream, and she says she had the same one that night before, and that's why she didn't want to drive. Freaky crap, man. Yeah, that is creepy. That is really creepy. That sucks because you both have the same dream. Then you both, look, I'm telling you right now, here's the fun fact for tonight or, or the takeaway from tonight. If you have a dream about having a horrific car accident and you know it's going to be real, don't drive. And if someone says, well, I don't want to drive, you drive. You say, you know what? How about neither of us drive? We stay home today. It's not that hard. Uh, let's see, this next one is a little bit more silly than creepy, but once when I went to with my grandmother to her friend's house, I was on the porch by myself with the grandmother's friend's cat. The cat looked me right in the eye and said the word, meow. It didn't sound like a cat meowing at all. It sounded very convincingly like a human carefully enunciating the word, meow. Two syllables, 
in their most thoroughly unconvincing cat voice, like someone intentionally doing a very poor impression of a cat as a joke. But it was perfectly in time with the movement of the cat's mouth, and there was no one else around. So it must have been the cat saying it. I've said this before on the show, so I'll say it again. Another takeaway from this episode. If an animal talks to you, legitimately talks to you, or says meow instead of meowing, talk to it. Find out its name. Find out where it's from. See if it can help you in some way, shape, or form, because there's obviously something weird. Either you're losing it, or the animal is more than just an animal. Don't just go, that was weird there. The cat just said, hey, howdy, hi, and that was it. No, talk to the cat. Be like, hey, wait, wait, you just said, hey, howdy, hi. The fuck is wrong with you? Tell me more about you. What's your name, cat? Come on, get into it. Good night, Sean Bishop. So good to see you, my friend. Wait, is that you leaving? Or is that somebody else leaving? Oh, it's Todd and Jamie. Okay. Uh, or no, it's Dorian. There we go. Hey, Dorian, have a good night. Um, whoever's leaving, I'm saying good night to you. Whoever's staying, I'm glad you're staying. Let's continue on. Past two hours. Holy crap, this is going to be a long episode, but I don't care. When I was about 15, I was eating some cereal and accidentally dropped my spoon into the kitchen floor. I watched the spoon fall. As it hit the floor, it just vanished into thin air. Now I was shocked. I, was, I thought surely my eyes were playing tricks on me. It must have just bounced away and gone out of sight or something. But I spent 30 minutes searching the kitchen for that spoon. I was honestly kind of freaked out. I tried to think of every possible place it could have gone. There weren't many places it could have ended up, and I never found it. And I'm going to say it before you do. There is no spoon. There you go. That's your little matrix uh, thing. Look, exactly. If some cat says, hey, howdy, hi, that cat is mimicking me. And I'm sure there's a trademark on Hey Howdy Hi, and that's mine, and I want money from that weird paranormal cat. All righty, let's uh, go on to the next one. I was uh, walking my dog. On his leash, there is a little plastic attachment that holds his poop bags. I dropped the leash onto the ground. I heard the plastic hit the ground, but it turns out it ended up back in my hand. Imagine dropping something, hearing and seeing it drop, then somehow it's in your hand, all within a couple of seconds. That is a true glitch in the Matrix. Yep, I agree. That is a glitch in the Matrix. That's creepy. Uh, that's a really long one. I'm going to read that one. Here we go. Not long after 9-11 on a Friday, I got up to go to class and had one of those mornings. Broke a glass getting something to, to drink. Tripped over something going to my car. Was late to class due to a wreck on the way there. Not me, thankfully. While at school, we heard about a plane crashing. Something about the wings blowing off. Went to work. Went home. The next morning, my roommate wakes me asking me if I'm skipping class today. After he convinces me, it's still Friday. I get up, I go to class. After noticing the glass I broke is not broke, on the way I pass the same wreck in the same spot. All day, I wait to hear about the plane, but it never happens. Ends up being a normal day with no plane crash. That sounds like a major reset. That sounds like a complete glitch in the matrix reset. Really creepy. Oh, Angie said, I totally have that happened to me as well. I, t I get it. Ooh, what? Animals talking to you? I want to know which one as well. Todd, if you can teach your cat to say, hey, howdy, hi, I want to hear it. I really want to hear it. Uh, let me keep going. I'm enjoying these, so screw it. I know it's getting kind of late for some people. I thank you guys for hanging in there. Uh, I was sitting on my porch, and I had my debit card on the table in front of me. I went to get inside. To, I went inside to get something to drink, patio furniture in sight, and a six-foot privacy fence around the yard. I also lived alone. Went back outside. The debit card was gone. I searched everywhere, inside and out, but I couldn't find it. Nothing was withdrawn from my account, so two days later I canceled it and requested a new one. 
Two weeks later, I went out to sit on the porch. I do this every day. And the old card was sitting right there on the table. It just fucking reappeared. There was nothing else on the table. It was gone. And then it wasn't. All right, this next one's a quick one. A few nights back, I was wide awake in the guest bed at my place, and I heard quiet footsteps, and then my wife say, hey, gently at the door. It seemed weird, so I got up to see what she wanted, but she was fast asleep in bed. All right, how's everybody doing in the chat? Everybody's still going good? All right, everybody's going good. I'm going to keep going. Uh, you guys let me know when if you if you guys are going like, all right, it's gone on a bit long. Time to end this, then I'll end it. Until then, let's keep going. Um, but um, was going down the stairs and went past my brother who was about who was coming up the stairs. Said hi, and he sort of mumbled back. Got downstairs, walked through the kitchen. Yep, only to find him standing there, never having gone upstairs. What the hell? What the hell indeed? That's a long one. Long ago, when I was a kid, my younger brother and me were driving our bikes on the embankment alongside the river, and there was a huge damn thingy on the river. They said huge damn thingy. I'm, it's, it's a dam. I grew up in this town, and I never knew we had a dam. When we got home, I told my mother, and that, I told my mother it was the first time I had seen the dam. She didn't know what I was talking about. Later, I returned, and there was nothing there. My brother does not remember it, but I have seen it as clear as day. I'm sure it was my imagination, but it's strange. I didn't dream it, since my brother remembered that we were there, but he never saw the dam. He doesn't remember it. Fourteen years old, I was at my friend Dylan's house in early December. It was me, Dylan, and his mother in the house. His mom asked us if we would put together a big wheel bike for Dylan's brother. We took the box to Dylan's room and started putting the thing together. Out of nowhere, I look at Dylan and said, Your dad's about to walk in and say, Hey guys, how's it going? Dylan says, But my dad isn't even home. We stared at his door, and not even 30 seconds later, the door pops open. His dad sticks his head in and goes, hey, guys, how's it going? I still have no clue how that happened, but it freaked Dylan out. Well, yeah, it's freaky. Uh, Dylan should be freaked out. You're a freak. Um, next story is, I'm a security guard at a distribution warehouse. Sometimes I have to work graveyard shift. During this time, the only people on the premises is me and a rare truck driver bringing in a late load. Our guard shack is concrete with sliding glass doors on the side, no locks, and big windows in the front and the back. Sometimes when I'm the only person on the premises, I'll see a reflection of someone walking past the shack. Every inch of this shack and the yard is covered by security cameras. No one has shown up on the footage, but I see those all the time. Yep, that's ghosts. Next one says, I was 11 or 12, early 70s. Dad came home one Friday and announced we were going to Kings Island, a fairly new amusement park. I begged him to let me invite my friend Chris to come along. He said, okay, as long as Chris could play, pay his own way. Great. Off the phone I went, pick it up, no dial tone. I say, uh, hello? And someone says, oh my God, is that you? And it was Chris. Chris said, I said, Chris, I was just calling you. What's up? Chris said, I was calling you to ask if you'd like to come to Kings Island tomorrow, but you have to pay your own way. No phone ever rang. We called each other at the exact same time to ask the exact same thing. All righty. Paul says, I'm spent. Have a good night, Paul. Thank you so much for, for uh, hanging in here. Um, all righty. Let me actually, you know what? We're at past two hours. Let me read two more. I'm just going to grab two random ones, and then we'll call it a night, unless someone wants to call in, but but don't. It's, it's getting getting late. 
had a dream of some kid that I had never seen before dancing at a busy party. He was wearing a blue shirt, black pants, had beaver hair. There was a purple strobe light on the wall behind him. Wake up, think to myself, huh, that was a weird dream. Carry on with my life. Several years later, I was at my cousin's wedding reception, chilling and hanging out with a different cousin. Music comes on. We start jumping up and down. Then I realized I was reliving the dream. Same clothes, same hair, same purple spotlight in the background. That's a weird premonition to have. These are all long. Here we go. I was going to lunch with with two coworkers. We were discussing another coworker. One coworker made an assessment of the other coworker we were discussing, and I agreed with him. He looked at me, and he said he didn't say anything, but he was thinking exactly what I just agreed with. That's right. The other coworker didn't say a word, but I answered him. Yep, that's weird, but not great enough to end on. Let's keep going. One time in the middle of the night, I heard someone scream my name. They just suddenly screamed Charles at the top of their lungs. Nobody was there, and my parents were asleep. Later that same month, my dad was making coffee and heard me whisper in his ear, Dad. He turned, and nobody was there. Now, I have zero recollection of doing this. It was not me. I have sleep paralysis a lot, which may explain the first one, but I have no idea how my dad heard me. I don't believe in ghosts, but this one creeps me out. Yeah, that is creepy. Creepy, creepy. I've had a bunch of people say that they've heard their name whispered to them a lot. A lot to the point where something's got to be happening. I don't know. Something seriously weird's got to be happening. All right, I'm going to go two more minutes. Um, Not even minutes, but two more stories. It was one morning before school when I randomly thought, I haven't heard Hey Ya in a long time. It was a good song, though. It's not a good Kurt here, it's not a good song. Just as meaningless whatever while brushing my teeth. I arrive at school and all of my friends have Hey Ya stuck in their head. They were humming it all day. When I asked them about it, they said they thought about it that morning None of us had heard that song recently enough to be reminded about it, though. All right, that is weird. I, I can, I'm sorry that you had Hey Ya stuck in your head, but that one's weird. Uh, let's see. Going through my grandma's pictures after she died, we found a picture of my husband's mom and my grandma. This couldn't possibly be his mom, but it looked just like her. They also shared the same first name and the same last name. No, we're not related. We've had our DNA analyzed, but they never met. How did we find this picture? I don't know. That's weird. Uh, let's see. This has been playing in my, on my, this has been playing on my mind for years now. I had a very realistic dream about a friend of mine. when We were both 19 in that dream. He died and we were sitting against a brick wall talking. And he was telling me that sometimes our time is up and we have to make the most of it and giving me some advice. I woke up the next morning, was freaked out. So I called him and told him about it. He laughed and said that would suck, but reassured me that he was fine and not going anywhere. Two days later, I had a call from his parents to say suddenly he had died in his sleep. The last time I spoke to him was when I called him after my dream. That's a good one, but that's depressing. I don't want to end there. Um, This one happened to me in my third grade, and it scared me so much I started crying and had to go to the office to talk to the principal about it. I was in the hallway for misbehaving, and my my neighbor, Tad, a year younger than me, came walking out of class to my right, passed in front of me, and headed down some stairs. We said hi to each other. But about 20 seconds later, Tad walked out of the exact same class, passed in front of me, headed down the stairs. I just stared at him confused and afraid, and he looked back like, why the F are you looking at me like that? It was like the Matrix. Well, yeah, that's exactly like the Matrix. That's actually probably a good one. All right, let me check on everybody in the chat room, see how you guys are doing. 
Um, yeah, all right. How's that one? How's that do for this episode? We're past two hours. That was a good episode, right? Um, or should I keep going? It's up to you guys. I'll let you guys say, should I keep going a couple more or should we wrap it up? It's up to you in the chat room now how far we keep going. I'm going to take a drink while you decide. Hey, ya was a damn masterpiece. You are crazy, sir. Keep going. All right, let's keep going. Um, oh, but Robin said it's Robin said to stop. So Robin, Robin. No, I'll keep going. All right, let's keep going. At 12 years of age, my mom let me stay in the truck as she went grocery shopping. As I wait and see an old, as I wait, as I wait, I see an old guy walking towards the truck with an indescribable look at me as if I knew too much. He stops five feet, five feet from the truck, looks at me for a couple of seconds, and heads back to the exact same way he came. It was rather traumatic for some reason and very confusing at that age. Five to six years later, my dad was showing me home videos of us at Yellowstone, at Old Faithful. Here's what's weird. I noticed that same guy, same look, same clothes, peering at us on camera and at me through the TV. I'm freaked out just telling it. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm glad we kept going. That's a good one. All righty. Um, that's a long one. I'm not going to do long ones. I was driving down the highway, about to make a right at red light. No one next to me. As I'm about to turn, I hear crushing metal, terrible, terrible noises. I look over, and it looks as if this red car drove into a wall. There was nothing even near him. His front end was completely smashed in, like there was an invisible wall. I got out of the car to help this person. It was a, it was lightly smoking, or it could have just been steam, and no one was in the car. Weirdest thing that ever happened to me. No one believes me, and I wouldn't either, and I'm starting to believe I made it up, even though I know deep down I didn't. All right, so what the hell happened to the car? Did you call the police? Did you call, like, fire department? Did you pull over and see what the hell happened to the car? Yeah, that's a weird one. How about you follow up on that one person who I don't know that wrote this on some website? Uh, this next one says, I think the strangest glitch I've ever found was back when I was in high school. I was talking to a friend on the phone describing a dream I had about an ice skating rink, and he starts to describe the rest of the dream to me from the opposite point of view. Now, it was a while ago, so I don't remember everything, but we both described the scenery, what people were doing, what they were wearing, etc. It really freaked me out. Yeah, that's a cool one. I like that one. That's a really weird one. Um, all righty, let's keep going. I was chasing a bug that was zipping around my apartment, moving oddly, like it would stop and hover, not quite the right word, but more like it stopped and froze in place midair regularly. My girlfriend came over asking what the hell I was doing, and I said trying to kill this weird bug. We're both looking at it against a solid white background when it just vanishes, disappears, not fly away, vanishes. It stopped existing. We looked everywhere, nothing. The bug teleported out of my apartment. That's a cool one. I like that one. Uh, I was sitting watching TV when I heard a few loud bangs of someone fell down the stairs. I ran to see, but there was no one there. Just as I went back to sit down, my brother fell down the stairs. Oh, that sucks. You couldn't have just been like, hey, I just heard someone fall down the stairs. Is everybody okay? At least he'd be more like, oh, crap, I'm about to go downstairs. I'm going to be very careful. Nope, sucks to be your brother. Way to go. 
In college, I met a friend, and shortly afterwards, I had a dream about being on a trip with his family, who I'd never met. Several months after this dream, the exact interactions and conversations played out. I knew the next three things that him and his family were going to say before it even happened. I like those. That's cool. Nothing really usable that you can do. I mean, it's besides being like, hey, I knew you were going to say that, but still, I like those. Uh, I used to have a parking spot in a shared garage. This was um, the way my spot was. It was very easy to get into if my neighbor wasn't there. If he was, if he wasn't, I could swing through his spot and back into mine. If he was there, I had to do a multi-point turn. I came home. I came home one day and my neighbor isn't there. So I do my usual routine, swing wide through his spot, put it in the reverse, start to back up. As I do, I look in my rear view mirror to see that I'm about to back into my neighbor's car. This car was not there two seconds ago, but it is now. I still can't figure it out. The position of my car was in the was impossible to get into without swinging through his space. There's no way to get into this space where I was if his car was there, so he couldn't have snuck in. His hood was cold, too. I checked, and weirdest of all, you could see my tire tracks under where his car was as if he had gone through the spot and had magically disappeared, or magically appeared. That's cool. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, I have no idea what's happening in the chat room, so I'm going to keep going. Um, Long one, long one. Was hungover, headphones on, hood up, crossed the road without looking, felt a push on my backpack, and I fell over from it. Take the headphones off, get helped up by a lady who said that if I hadn't tripped... I would have gotten hit by the bus that just went past. But I didn't trip. Someone definitely pushed me, but no one was there. That's a that's a guardian angel right there. Long one, long one. Here we go. Oh, I don't like this one. Uh, my dog was sick, and the only vet was two hours' drive from my house in the mountains, so I had to leave him overnight. The vet assured me he would be okay and not to worry. I went home to bed about 4 a.m. I woke up and saw my dog at the foot of my bed just staring at me. I jumped out of my bed, but he was gone. I immediately called the veterinary office. It was a 24-hour vet. When the night shift girl answered, I said, my dog is dead. I just saw him. She asked me my dog's name, told me she checked his kennel 30 minutes ago, and he was fine. I asked her to check again. Oh, I don't like this one. She came back a few minutes later and said, you're right. Your dog had passed away. I'm definitely not ending on that one. Fuck that one. I'm sorry, I read that one. That's a sad one. I do not like that one. Um, This happened a little while ago, like months ago maybe. Still messes with my head. I was walking with a couple friends down the street, nothing weird or crazy. In the middle of my sentence, I abruptly stopped like I hit a wall. I also felt like my shirt was wet, but I'm going to assume that was some weird, unrelated thing. At first, I thought I ran into a post, but there was nothing there. Now, I thought nothing of it, and I kept going. Skip ahead an hour or two, I'm walking back the opposite direction, drinking from my water bottle. I'm talking to a friend, different one this time, and I abruptly stop again. I feel like I ran into something, and my water bottle spills all over the ground in front of me. I look around. Sure enough, I'm in the exact same spot as an hour prior. I have no idea what happened, but it seems I spilled water on myself. That's a freaky one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Um... Let's see. I was on vacation on, on I was on vacation in Florida visiting a friend. We were walking on the beach on a perfectly sunny day when everything went black for a second. I think it was weird, but explained it away thinking that my eyes were playing tricks on me 
until he looked at me and said, did everything just go black for you for a second? That's a cool glitch in the Matrix. I like that one. You guys are talking about Jamiroquai in the chat room. That's weird. I'm going to keep going. Um... 1985, my ex-wife and I were sleeping. There was a small sliver of light coming in through the window from a street light, so the room and bed were dimly visible. Our black Pomeranian was at the end of the bed asleep. I dreamt that I woke up, reached down to pet him, and he turned into a glossy black bivalve oyster thing, which opened up to reveal rows of gleaming glass teeth. I woke up to my ex backpedaling from the bed, up the bed, over the pillows, towards the wall. I asked her what's wrong, and she said, what is that shiny black clam thing with the teeth at the end of the bed? Where's the dog? We both had the same nightmare at the same time. That's creepy. I feel bad for that dog because no one's going to want to pet him after that. Now, this next one's a simple one. Total of three times in my life, I've had memories of seeing movies slash movie trailers that have not been made yet. It's not a feeling of deja vu. It's clear, vivid memories. I can even quote the movie trailers before they even come out. I like that one. I was returning with my friends from a journey by car. My parents called and asked how far away I was. I said about 25-minute drive. Soon after, I noticed the moon was full. It reflected in the lake over which we were passing. The road was completely empty. Suddenly, everything went dark. Even the music in the car stopped for a split second. Then the music resumed, the quote-unquote picture outside the window returned, the CD played from the very beginning, I thought I'd fallen asleep for a second, but then the guy who was driving said he experienced the exact same thing at the exact same moment. Stranger still, when we looked at our watches, they showed more than an hour had passed than the moment before. Ooh, that's creepy, I like that one. Ah, yeah, full moon like tonight, exactly. Alrighty, I think I'm done. I think I've done it. I've I've talked for two hours and twenty minutes. That's a uh, that's enough, Kurt, for anybody. Alrighty, let's uh let's wrap it up on that one. Bunch of bizarre, weird glitches in the matrix. Got a couple of calls. I like that. I didn't expect to get any calls tonight, so I'm really happy about that. Um, thank you guys for tuning in and staying on for two hours and twenty one minutes for the live show. For those uh, listening at home, it'll be about two hours and ten minutes or so. But um. But uh, there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed this Glitch in the Matrix episode slash bonus episode. That's right. The episode this week is the bonus episode, so it's not technically a bonus episode. I'll count it, I'll count it with the actual numbers. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm not counting the bonus episodes in the um, full official episode listings. They're they're kind of separate, so I don't I don't hit 200 quicker than I really want to hit 200. But uh, but again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I I love I love chatting with you guys. This was a great episode, such a fun night. Uh, thank you guys so much. Hope you all have a great night. Once again, I'm your host Kurt Sandvig, and this has been another live bonus, not bonus edition of Paranormal Almanac. Whoops, and I was it, and I began feeling reason. Whoops, and I lay larps up, no tea lip. Whoops, no. See you right.